Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion, and of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Alex. Hello, I'm Feather, and it's been a while. I'm I can't back. even remember the last one you've been on. It has been a it's bit. Been quite a few. Yeah, yeah, I've been very busy. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I mean, we've all been we've all been very busy. <laughs> yeah, too. we've all been very busy. Brandon <laughs> yeah. has made us incredibly busy. Oh my goodness. So. Yup. <laughs> Also joining us is David. Hi, I am Windrunner on the forums, and I am happy to be back on Shardcast after our previously scheduled content was upended. Yeah, we were going to do a Herald's month. Desolation episode, and we were, that was like, was that was going to be like, we were going to record it that first weekend of March, and then it's like, well, no, no, we're, <laughs> no, no, we're not doing no. that. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're absolutely not. Also joining us uh, in, on the face of the sun is Marvin. Hey, how's it going? Hi, I'm Fadio. And I was really worried about getting this background finished because I actually rendered it out in After Effects and it took forever. But yeah, it, it thankfully finished in time. Yeah, I don't know how to use After Effects. So you, you, you get the Cosmere <laughs> Star yeah. background. I, I'm on a green screen too now, Paleo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also, we have Veronica. Hey, I am Cheyenne Sedai on the forums and Discord. Very excited for this episode. Yes, this this one, this one's the spicy one. And lastly, we have Ala. Hello, I'm Rosar, and I am also really excited to be on this one. <laughs> yes, and I am Chaos, and oh boy, so we are going to talk about secret project spoilers. Oh, we do know, we're aware but there's the Stormlight Vibe prologue, and we are also extremely excited about that. <laughs> yep. But, you know, we had to get through the Secret Project 3 stuff, and Secret Project 4 is really excited. We will get to the Stormlight 5 prologue very soon. It's not our fault that Brandon keeps, like, putting out multiple <laughs> yeah. things per week, and we can't, with our God. weekly cadence, we can't even get it done quickly. So we'll, we'll get there, okay? Uh, but there's a lot to talk about with Secret Project 4. So there's going to be Secret Project 4 spoilers. There might be some... We might mention titles of previous secret projects or something. I don't know. I, I don't think a lot, but probably. And obviously, huge Cosmere spoilers. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my, yes, yes. Very big Cosmere oh, spoilers. Yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, but before we get into that, let's talk about some news. As of recording, the Kickstarter's done, so we're behind. <laughs> but the Kickstarter raised over $41 million. So that is a lot of money. Uh, and Brandon yeah. said that a good quarter of that is just shipping. <laughs> so they don't even get to keep crazy. any of it. It's mm -hmm. like literally that is yeah. included in there. So oof. Yeah. Also, it's dub over double the previous highest Kickstarter, which yep. Yep. Over -double. also crazy. Yep. Yep. It sure is. And we have the artist for Secret Project 4 is Hernada Souza. That's right. She's Brazilian. Which Ooh, fun! Is super interesting. Oh, I, and she I, did I, this I like cool Spencer they... piece. Oh yeah, I'll have to definitely put that on screen. That's really mm -hmm. tight. Very cool. Um, and there will be some new swag box merch. Uh, for the swag stuff, there'll be a Nightblood letter opener, which is funny because Jess always uses a sword letter opener. We we have a thing uh, there, and she's like, "Oh, now I have now we'll have a second one." So there we go. It'll be Nightblood. Excellent. Uh, hack that a spam uh, mail there, uh, and there will be destroy evil. 
collectible Cosmere character pins. Did I get that right? I think so. Something like that. Something like that. CCCPs, of course. I didn't watch the first hour of the stream, actually, so I actually have no idea. I've been busy, okay. And there will be at least one t-shirt, so that's that's what we're going to do. And we know we'll get more of those pins, like, with future Kickstarters, like, for Radiance, yeah. etc. Hey. Because there are so many Cosmere characters, like, that you can't even get through all the main characters. Hey, Dragonwood Shop, I need a pin case that's really nice. <laughs> I, need, I need a really nice pin case, because I have a lot of pins now from the Way of Kings Kickstarter, from the, the previous, uh, like, the signings. I have a lot of Cosmere-related pins, and I do really like them. So, get on that. I think yep. they said too about the pins that they're gonna they're gonna come with the books too. So if you end up with mm -hmm. just a book only order, you'll get four of them, and they yeah. will make a full set available to purchase if you want all of them just individually. But oh, you cool. probably won't be able to buy cool. just mm -hmm. the eight that you're missing. They're only gonna be able to sell it as a whole package deal, kind of like the Way of Kings Kickstarter. So you'll end cool. up with four extras if you do that. But yeah, that's fine. Give it to a friend or something. Yeah. <laughs> they did they did say that all those pins will be new designs. So yeah. you're you're not gonna get like the, the yeah. chibi characters from the prior Kickstarter or anything. Yeah, but like that. they are in that style, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. In the Kickstarter style. Mm. Mm -hmm. Or like yeah. Cool. Like the chibi Kickstarter style. Mm -hmm. I mean they showed a couple of options. Okay. Of like designs mm -hmm. that already exist that these might be similar to. Cool. Well let's get on talking about Secret Project 4, which is called The Sunlit Man. But before we get into that, we I, I need... <laughs> I, I have a bit of a rant, okay? Uh, so they sent out this by just blasting in the title that it's Stormlight Adjacent, just like immediately. And, and, and so Alex, I... I you know me. How, how much do I personally care about spoilers, Alex? You, 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 you've known me a long time, David. You've known me a long time. What, what do you, what do you two think of how much I personally care about spoilers? I, I feel like for those playing along at home, the question is not how much Eric cares about spoilers, but rather how much Eric desecrates spoilers constantly <laughs> by reading the ends of books yep. out of order. No, I would never. I would never. Searching manuscripts for no. important terms. I would never control a void binding in Rhythm of War. That would be silly. Oh, er yeah. Eric is the worst at spoilers ever. So if he's upset about a spoiler thing, you know it has to be bad because he cares the least. I, I do not care and for so first of all i don't think any of these titles are spoilers in any way i don't know why we're doing any of the secret project nonsense i gotta be perfectly honest like the sunlit man that's not a spoiler that's just it's just a name like none of these names mm -hmm. are things i would find spoilers mm -hmm. but yeah. i think the covers have more connections yes to this. Yeah. yes absolutely absolutely so yeah. I don't care about spoilers. I want the blurb, and the blurb makes me a lot more excited to read them. But you you might recall Brandon's initial announcement that he wanted people to go into books blind and give them an option to go in blind to the book, right? We all remember that that's what he said. And yes, he is still giving giant spoiler streams and sample chapters for the people who don't want to go in blind, but he was very clear that he wanted people to be able to go in blind. So I am just personally a bit baffled 
that I thought the intent was to allow people to open a book and not know anything about it. But in this case, when you put spoilers, and I would say the Stormlight adjacent part is much more of a spoiler than the actual titles for any of these books. Any of the books. That is the biggest thing that one I was even looking forward for people to see about these books was what was happening in this and what's going on with the Cosmere connections that I'm just a bit baffled because if it's in the title, it can't be optional for the people who you wanted to go in blind. So I just think this is a little inconsistent. It's all that. That's all. Yeah. And like, I'd get the title thing if the titles were like Aether of Night, The Silence yeah. Divine. Yeah, right, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. But they are that. They're new things. They're just like, oh, okay, no. they're totally new things, whatever. Um, I understand it. I was talking with Jess about this, though, and we, we decided that I think that there is a little something where there's an edge case where somebody who has not read Stormlight could yeah. read these and they just wouldn't get as much out of it or they would just kind of end up being a little confused in a way that the other two i don't think sure but couldn't you have put that below the giant spaces and just said hey the title is sunlit man now we're in kind of spoiler mode you might want to to read some stormlight about this but they're like, selling a product and so i yeah, think it's good people know yeah, that like oh yeah. you know, if you're if you're spending all your money because you're like i'm gonna do this yeah. and you buy like obviously libraries exist and stuff but like you buy this and then you're like oh shoot i have to read at least one other book before I read this to really understand what's going on. We should talk about the, the cosmeriness of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it just yeah. occurred to me like, hey, you read Stormlight? Yo, you'll want to buy this book. Please give money to the and, Kickstarter. And that's that's how it came that. across yeah. to me. And uh-huh. definitely because they also sent out an email on an update on the Way of Kings Leatherbound. <laughs> it all counts. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, that it has been counts. fulfilled for almost a year now. So... That that miffed me a little bit. I, that's not the greatest way because if people want to avoid these projects at all costs and did spec the Kickstarter, they would also have been, oh, okay, it's Stormlight related. I guess I know that now. It, it, it's just making it not optional to not want to know yeah. that information. And I thought that was sort of one of the core premises. And I saw a Reddit thread where people like, people are just being so entitled. I'm like, do you not remember the March 1st announcement? <laughs> do you not remember that this is what Brandon said? I don't know. Yeah. And it's a little galling after spending a lot of time trying to be very good about spoilers for people and yeah. like making sure that we're setting up and, this and running now. a community to make sure that people aren't spoiled. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I just wanted... <laughs> I just think it's a little inconsistent is all. And I think that is perfectly reasonable in my opinion. I, I do get the the idea that yes, you 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 do probably want to know uh some Stormlight stuff because it's a character from I mean I mean spoilers, it's Sigzel, man. How crazy is that? It's just it's it's, 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 it's amazing. It's 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 grizzled salty sigzel with the <laughs> restriction that hoyd had to mm-hmm. not fight how inc- amazing is that it's so cool <laughs> it's so so cool <sighs> so i mean that that that's like half the fun uh i mean you do get the stormlight stuff pretty quick but no one no one can get the blind experience of noting the stormlight connection like it, it is just impossible if you do it this way yeah and so. I do think it 
points people towards a conclusion. Like the the community was Sigzel was like a candidate that people have been floating mm -hmm. for yep. a while, and yep. then Brandon mm -hmm. said it's Stormlight related, yeah, Jason, and then people were like, yes, and people were yeah. like immediately it's Sigzel, and like that mm -hmm. wasn't a foregone conclusion, but they did happen to be right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, 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 and. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I baited this book, so I, I, I've read the whole book, but like it was a fun experience to discover it was Sigzel, and I feel like you just get it a lot faster if you, you know these things in advance. Like We didn't even know that there was like, ooh, it's about a previous character. Like We just had no clue at all. So there, there is mm -hmm. a balance to these things. But. I was going to say, I think in some way this is a little bit of like a hypothetical for us on the cast, because clearly we're not going in blind. We have all read yeah. the preview chapter. <laughs> right, yeah, but exactly. I, I, there's, a, there's a lot of sympathy for those who thought they could go in more blind than they were right. actually able to because that, of this reveal. That Brandon wanted them to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. who knows what's going to happen with readers years down the line who are discovering the Cosmere and have no idea this ever happened. Yeah, right. And actually get that experience. Yep. So man, there's so much to talk about with Sunlit Man, but maybe maybe we should maybe we should do a summary before we, you know, go press on all the gas i don't expect this to be a short episode that's for sure there's <laughs> no, so much to talk probably about probably not let let's let's do a quick summary well quick okay. it, it's <laughs> 10 <laughs> chapters it's 10 entire chapters the reading was two hours long on brandon's youtube yeah. it's not yeah. exactly quick but we i will try to summarize it in less than two hours oh great great cool <laughs> Good I'll, I'll just embed Brandon's video into the yeah. entire thing. I'm sure they'll love it. No, no, I, I would never do that. I'm just going to sit here silently and watch it. <laughs> we'll, we'll just like, a stream reaction. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me go get some popcorn before. Okay, you know? okay. <laughs> okay, so the Sunlit Man. So our, our hero, Sigzil, who goes by Nomad in this book, uh, he wakes up on another planet he's been traveling for a while using this method called skipping that just kind of leads him to random planets in the cosmere <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's, that's, that's exactly what is happening mm. yes so he wakes up after another skip to find out that uh, he is on a planet where plants are rapidly growing there are people all around him and he is currently being arrested so you know fun times uh so other prisoners around him are being chained to the ground uh, by the uh, by the group of people who are led by uh, those ember men who yeah. are people who have uh, parts of their chests are burned out and they have embers embedded where their hearts should be they seem which nice. gives them yeah they are very friendly and they you know try to uh, punch uh, punch nomad into submission which doesn't quite work because he's also enhanced by investiture so they have a bit of a scuffle, but uh, Nomad is unable to fight people. And he also has this voice in his head called Aux or Auxiliary. And uh, Aux is, Norma is the one who is responsible for uh, skipping him, like the one who presses the jump button. Right. And also for manipulating Nomad's connection. But right now, Aux doesn't have enough investiture to connect him to the planet. So nobody knows what's going on and nobody understands each other. But they really want to kill Nomad just right away. So they chain him down to the ground. And this is where Nomad discovers that the planet they're on, uh, the sun there is extremely deadly and highly invested. So the plants are growing very fast, but the moment the sun rises fully, everything burns to the ground. Nomad decides he doesn't actually want to die today. Uh, he, tears the, uh, he tears the chains out of the ground. 
he summons Aux, who is kind of like a spren into the shape of a chain, hooks it on a hover bike that one of the embermen is driving, and off they go into the shadow. Uh, so after a very painful ride, Nomad and uh, his unintentional ride arrive at this floating city that is also traveling along the planet to escape the sun. Uh, Nomad is dragged on the surface where he meets the leader of the city, uh, a man who has glowing eyes like the Ember people, but whose chest isn't burned out. So the, uh, the glowing eyes man examines him and he tries to do something to Nomad's face. But nothing happens to everyone's confusion. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like everyone's just so confused. <laughs> and then one of the one of the guys who inadvertently drugged Nomad here is trying to tell uh, the glowing eyesman something. And Aux manages to catch the words uh, someone who escaped the sun, which is apparently a big deal and one that the glowing eyesman is really unhappy about. Because he ends up dragging uh, Nomad into a fighting arena. And meanwhile, while this is happening, the city is breaking apart because it turns out it's not one flying city. It's actually a bunch of flying ships that only come together to do business and move around and so forth. And then all go about their business. So yeah, this is happening in the background. And meanwhile, Nomad and a bunch of other prisoners are tossed into an arena. And three Ember people step out to chase them all down. So... You know, we are doing gladiatorial games, basically. Except one side doesn't have any weapons. Can't and fight can't back. fight. Uh, nobody in particular finds himself under attack by this uh, woman with silver hair who was equipped with a machete and apparently ordered by the glowing eyes man to just kill him and him in particular. Uh, eventually, uh, three people managed to survive this this chase. A nomad, a man who helped him out, helped him out during the chase, and another woman who was just really good at dodging. All the all the other prisoners are rounded up to be taken away and sacrificed to the sun, while Nomad tries to flex on the uh, people in the arena, and the Cinder King decides to uh, knock him out by freezing him over through bracelets that uh, he earlier cuffed Nomad with. So after Nomad wakes up, Aux uh, briefs him on what happened in the meanwhile. Nothing much. They were basically chained up, and now there's a podium in the center of this arena and as nomad watches uh, the woman who managed to dodge everyone is transformed into an ember person by being stabbed in the chest with uh, an ember spear so you know fun times for everyone <laughs> great uh, this is the most metal book in the Cosmere, just for it's, the record. It's pretty metal. <laughs> it's pretty metal, yeah. <laughs> yep. hard, it's hard to beat Mistborn for being metal, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> also, I love how there there was the line how Sigzel's like, oh, I've seen other floating cities, but this one just looks so ramshackle, especially because yeah. everyone thought it would be sounds divine. It was just um... really funny. <laughs> anyway, please continue. But yes, yes, so... Uh, the woman is transformed into an ember person and uh, they are about to do the same thing to the man who helped out Nomad. So Nomad decides that he actually cares just a little bit and manages to summon Aux as a shard blade and just throw it as a, you know, distraction shard blade. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, he can't, he can't stab people word. with it, so... Yeah, yeah he... <laughs> <laughs> he throws the shot blade and everyone is like super shocked. Meanwhile, the, the glowing eyes man just gets dollar signs his eyes and he really, really wants that shot blade. 
Good luck with so, that. And the way, the way uh, at least Nomad assumes the way the Glowing Eisman wants to get it is by uh, turning Nomad into, a, into an Emberman. So uh, Nomad tries to goad him as much as he can without, you know, knowing the language. And he almost manages to do it when the arena is attacked. So uh, there's chaos, confusion, the Glowing Eisman summons more of his Embermen, but then they are knocked, knocked out the same way Nomad was, through those bracelets, which they are all wearing. So Nomad realizes that the attackers have, like, hacked into the bracers somehow. We are in the far future, just for the record. Yeah, that's where all <laughs> we're, that def- we're definitely in future cosmic <laughs> stuff. We're definitely in already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the chaos occurs, the arena ship starts to break up, uh, Nomad is pinned down and tr- is trying to use Augs to free himself when he notices a group of people come down into the arena and try to rescue uh, one of uh, the Ember Woman who was chasing him earlier, uh, who is not very cooperative rescuee. Uh, but he manages to secure the co- uh, cooperation of the woman who leads the rescue effort, and she helps him out a bit. So he also helps out the man who saved him before, and together they go on the woman's ship. And they start fleeing, they are pursued, so Nomad does a bunch of acrobatics and intimidation <laughs> and other tricks to defeat the pursuing ship without fighting. And, and, and gets back. no credit, no credit for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, and turns out the woman just did not see any of it. <laughs> but he does manage to snag the engine of one of those hover ships and snack on it. Uh, which gives Aux enough investiture to actually connect him to the planet. So he finds out that the woman who, whose ship he's now on is called Rebecca, and the Ember woman she rescued is Elegy, and they are sisters. Except Elegy had been kidnapped sometime before. And they're Threnodites! Yep, yep, <laughs> they, they seem to be some offshot of Threnodites. So they return to uh, the group that Rebecca comes from, which is called Beacon. And the people of Beacon are very frustrated with Rebecca for doing this rescue mission for Elegy, especially because her brother died during this mission. But they let let her come back. And uh, Nomad at this point is still pretending that he doesn't understand the language. So he, he's deliberately speaking Alefi, so they think he's just, you know, some weirdo foreigner who is probably kind of slow, as Rebecca puts it. <laughs> And uh, so when they try to get uh, one of the, the other guys, the wonderfully, beautifully named Indonesian <laughs> will remember our plight eventually. <laughs> Which confirmed, yep. even in the Threnodite language, very it awkward. <laughs> I love it. I love that that is an actual name. It's so good. That'll be one of the longer <laughs> Coppermind article names for a character. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so they, they try to get my boy Aurop to... Uh, escort uh, Nomad away, but Nomad is just, you know, he's playing the dump tourist and just following after Rebecca uh, to meet with uh, the leaders of Beacon, the Greater Good, who is actually just three old women. And uh, they tr- they are debating, you know, what's happened and what to do. And one of the one of the guy, Frenodite guys, is insisting that. Uh, Nomad is the sunlit man who is some kind of legendary figure, uh, which they kind of, which Rebecca disagrees in because she thinks uh, Nomad is kind of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, Rebecca she wants to use some something called the key seal, 
to get uh, into some mythical underground caverns uh-huh. that seem to have some connection to the Skydrians because the key still has Skydrian writing on it. Yep, Nomad's like, what are the Skydrians doing here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, Rebecca and some other people in the group uh, insist that the caves exist and we can get into them. Other people are like, oh, I don't know. So they, they start debating this and if they can do it. And uh, Nomad is starting to feel kind of bad about just, you know, bursting into their private conversation. So he leaves and manages to grab himself a rifle, even though he can't use it. And then uh, the weirdest thing happens. Uh, Aux manages to use a bit of connection to give him a Zoom call with wit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, Except like, you know, holographic Zoom call because he looks like 3D. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, Wit is trying to like chat with Nomad, like, "Hey, my old buddy," and Nomad no, is basically like, nope, not nope. having it in the least. <laughs> oh no! So good. Until and he finally manages to bully Wit into apologizing f- uh, to him for putting him in this current predicament because Alan apparently Chard. everything, everything from the skipping to Aux's state to. Uh, the whole torment thing that doesn't let him fight, it's all Hoyt's fault. Yeah, the, he also got the people a Don chasing Chard. him are yeah. after Hoyt, actually. Yeah. 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 Well, the Don Shard, presumably, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, they are after yeah. Don Shard, but also they are they can get to Hoyt, Hoyt through the Don Yeah, Shard. yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. Nomad is not very happy at being the intermediary here. So he finally gets gets Hoyt to apologize to him for it. And then decides that, you know what, he he's actually going to help out those people because he has a bit more Cosmere knowledge and like combat knowledge, even if he can't apply it, than they do. So he gets back into their meeting room and reveals that he can speak their language and says, yep, let me help you out. It's so funny. And, He's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm speaking the language now. What's up? That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's, that's where this preview ends. <sighs> Donchard stuff, huh? Sigzel stuff, Skadrians, Far Future, uh, Threnodites. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell how Brandon was like, ah, this is a gift to myself because this is like the Cosmere yep. story that he would write if where he could just drop Cosmere references left and right as much as he wants. Yep. And I love it. I love it. Just immediately. Yeah. One of the things that I think is so exciting about this story is that it really reminds me of kind of earlier years in the fandom where the Cosmere was a little less certain. Yeah. And Brandon was always kind of like, you know, it wasn't as clear as it is now that he was going to really, really do some big crossovers like yeah. in the foreseeable future. And he would always be like, well, maybe I'll write a, what he called a complex. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I looked yeah. into this. He mentioned it once in our 2010 <laughs> 17 Shard interview. Oh, yeah. And it's <laughs> never been mentioned again. There's no oh, reference yeah. of it being called a complex book ever again but we're here but i feel like we use that word a lot and it was oh. he was always like maybe i'll maybe i'll write it maybe i'll post it on my website if there's interest you know like i don't know if it will ever <laughs> we, we have a tag no, but it. it's only been mentioned once <laughs> yeah yeah but this is it like this is the conflux book mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. very first one that we really get i think where things have you really can't deny that the connections are what make yeah. the story kind of work a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, how... Brandon was saying some things, like, in some earlier streams that's like, oh, they're all intro Cosmere books. And then he, like, kind of walks it back a bit. And I know Jess, 
had violent reactions every time because she does not <laughs> think this book is intro Cosmere at all. Uh, and I would agree, you should not read, this should not be your first Cosmere no. book. I'm sorry, it shouldn't yeah. be. I think part of the issue is, I for one am very much a proponent of, you can read a lot of the Cosmere in whatever order you want. Like, mm-hmm. I think if you read Stormlight before, you know, all all four of them before you have read Warbreaker, I don't think you're ruining your experience because... Agreed. I think in a lot of cases where these uh, sort of Cosmere crossovers come up, it's like the characters are unfamiliar with what's going on. So if you don't know what's going on, you can kind Mm -hmm. of be unfamiliar with them and then figure it out later. Yep. I think the problem with this book is that there's so much actual mystery that no one knows what's going on that if you're adding that mystery to also all this Cosmere stuff (laughs) that the Cosmere people know what's going on, like, I think it's just overwhelmingly confusing if... You don't have any context. So there's, yeah, there's, I I agree. I think you, the more you can know about the Cosmere going in, the more you can just focus on the actual mysteries Mm -hmm. happening on this planet. Yeah. Especially since this, the, the preview, those preview chapters are not really interested in explaining like the Cosmere white terms for you. (laughs) Like it's, it's not really saying what's awakening or who are Skadrians or who is Cal. Or it's like, yeah, it's kind of as it feels like it's just kind of assumes that you are familiar with a lot of those terms. I feel like it's kind of reliant that you know who Sigzel is. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can see why Brandon could maybe consider this maybe more like it's definitely far future. And part of the mystery is like, what happened to this guy? Right. But. I wonder how necessary it is that you know who Sigzel is and Sigzel was, right? Yeah. Uh, Jess thinks that it you, you you should just read some you need to read some Stormlight before reading this. I think it would be a good introduction to the Cosmere in general if because afterwards you have to think what were all these terms who who are these people <laughs> that I met? Yeah, I need to read the rest now. Yeah. So like yeah. in that sense, that if it, if that if it catches your interest this book then you'll definitely like the rest of the cosmos like, as well oh, but... all those things are books and you can just read all yeah. of them like yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's true that's true there, yeah there's yeah, just I, so much but... stuff though where people are gonna be like what it he's going oh it might be just a little bit air sick everyone's gonna be like what like what yeah, is this yeah, yeah 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 you know like there, there are a lot of nods to bridge four stuff specifically where i'm just like and, oh okay and clearly that's why he put the it's stormlight adjacent in the title yeah. Like, yeah. i understand why uh because there is there is a lot of the stormlight stuff. I wonder how much stormlight you need to read before you can read this. Because I, Brandon intends that you read this before Stormlight Five, even though there's some yeah. stuff that we're gonna yeah. learn about in Stormlight Five. I I would I personally think, argue oh. that you don't have to know who Sigil is before okay. reading this book, because Nomad does feel this character archetype of someone who was like idealistic in his youth, but mm. now is bitter and jaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, that's a classic. Yeah, you you can like, I think it's easy to figure out that this is a former Bridge Four member, but I think you don't have to necessarily figure out which one of them it is to enjoy this story. But you wouldn't know who Bridge Four is if you hadn't read Stormlight, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but still, I think okay. So it's a bit hard for me to explain because <laughs> the 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 archetype of a character who has this idealistic past, but then something terrible happened, and now he wanders the earth being an asshole until something reawakens that old idealism in him. It, it is like, you know, it's a character 
Yeah. Oh, I sure. agree with that. I just meant like Bridge Four. Like, I don't think people are going to be like, "Oh, this is clearly Risharn." If they haven't read Rishar, I think mm -hmm. he'll just be like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah. Unless they have read like mm -hmm. a few things about Stormlight and have an idea that like things like oaths are important and or whatever. Like Brandon had been talking for a long time about like we need to have a talk after Stormlight Five about the future of the cosmos. That's yeah, true. And honestly, this. I think he crossed that line back in Rhythm of War. Well, we don't know if the talk but... is going to be about, like, increased Cosmere crossovers. That's what I always thought I mean, it would be. Yeah, uh, but, but most likely. I think the, that line of, like, crossovers was crossed in Rhythm of War. But this is just a whole new level of, well, what I expected of the Cosmere post-Stormlight 5. And we're getting it before. I definitely am surprised that we're getting a book like this. Uh, and Brandon was saying, oh, it's something the Cosmere needs. And I'm like, oh, late Storm, mm -hmm. late Cosmere is going to be so awesome because it's, it's just going to be, gonna so be like this all the time. Yeah. And I'm going to love it. Oh, so good. <laughs> I think Brandon was concerned about like whether he even wanted to read the Six of the Dust 2 reading because yeah. it revealed yeah. some late uh, Cosmere stuff. And <laughs> well, this is just like, now. okay, you can have all of it. You can have all of it now. I think there is maybe a very particular type of reader who could enjoy starting their Cosmere journey with Sunlit Man, but I think they would need to be warned ahead of time. Like, if you're the sort of person mm -hmm. who wants a book that's going to dunk you in the deep end and throw <laughs> a gajillion terms at you. Well, the Malazan fans. Okay, so they, yeah, Malazan yeah. fans, you start here. But um, everyone else but wants to know what's happening. Even those people should be aware that, like, this book will not answer all of your questions. And if you're okay with that, go for it and have fun and have a great time figuring out what all of those other things are as you continue. Mm -hmm. But... I think that's going to be a pretty small percentage of most first-time mm -hmm. readers. Like, like they do explain like connections, like oh, it's letting you talk with the language, like like the things that are necessary for the events to happen work. But you definitely get references of like, oh, this is a person that uh, Nomad recognized, or like like just those callbacks back to Stormlight, right? That you wouldn't mm -hmm. quite get, but. Maybe Brandon's just thinking, like, how necessary is it? Like, it could be enjoyable by itself, but I don't know. You, if you don't like random references to things that are in other books, uh, yeah, you would. You, you <laughs> don't start with this one. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess I, I think like whether or not it's readable, being your first cosmic book, I don't think it reads best as your first cosmic book. Like, I think yeah. if you come back and you read it again later, you will get more out of it, just because. I and like, You'll be I, like, oh, I see these nods. Yeah, I, I think you could get most of it just reading like maybe through Words of Radiance or Oathbringer. Like, I feel like you'd mostly be fine. Like Way of Kings. Like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. you've got his characterization. You've got like the path that they're going down from Kaladin. You've got the Koid yeah. connection that he's his apprentice or was at some point. And that gives you a lot to work with at the very least. Yeah, like, I don't think you need to know much about Therenity or Skadriel necessarily yeah, no. right like there's other places yeah. like if you just know so bar it's a connected universe right that's like okay there's other places like I, I don't think that's a big deal but i think the stormlight stuff yeah yeah it might, mm -hmm. might be good yeah. um i mean uh, i would say words of radiance just because it's like then you get the spren changing shape right this shard blade thing that because mm -hmm. you know we kind of take that for granted that the spread of the <laughs> blades, but it's like that was kind of a big reveal in words of radio it was yeah but although it, i think it definitely wasn't the big like people kind of knew but 
So it, it was, was still really theory, cool. I would say getting a still spirit is really cool. Uh, but that is cool. <laughs> yeah, that is but cool. yeah. So it it it's interesting. And then there's then there's deep Cosmere stuff too, like Dawn shards and shards. getting stuff that we've known about in Words of Brandon for a long time that mm-hmm. we only started to get in mm-hmm. books since like Secret History about like Hoyd not being able to hurt people, people. and things like that and. Hoyt. And the fact that Hoyt had a Dawn Shard, that was That's very new. Yeah, that's yeah. like 2020 mm-hmm. after Dawn Shard came yeah. out, where Brandon's like, let me just tell you about stuff. And <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, it's Hoyt had so a Dawn funny. Shard, that was in Dragonsteel Prime. Yeah. Right? Remember, guys? Like, I don't even remember, and I've read that you book. You know, it's really funny, <laughs> because a friend of mine is reading through Rhythm of War and, like, the whole Cosmere, but hasn't gotten to Dawn Shard because it isn't nearly as available. Ah, right. Like, especially because he does audiobooks. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, that audiobook's taking forever. Easier. And so he has no idea. And I was like, I know you have <laughs> questions. I can't answer them. I need you to read Dawn Shard first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Dawn Shards are big deals. And and Brandon said that it's hard. The Dawn... This is the Dawn Shard that Hoyd held, that uh, Sigzel had it. Uh, it may- oh, yeah. makes sense, given the fact that they both can't hurt people, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I have lots of things to say about that, but maybe we'll save it for well, the Maybe we'll save it for the Wob <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, there's lots to talk about there. Um, Do we want to talk about sort of like Sigzel as a character? Let's Sigzel talk about Sigzel as a, as a character. character. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems like the next natural thing to do. Yeah, I find him fascinating. Um, admittedly, this is a character archetype that I really enjoy reading about. This sort of like person who has been under such extreme circumstances that they're really pushed just into survival mode and sort of needs to learn how to be a person again. Um, oh, this is something so I really like about like Zeth in, in particular. Mm-hmm. He also has vibes <laughs> of this. Oh, Sorry, David's um, reaction is hilarious. Don't, don't make me hate Figzel. <laughs> <laughs> David's not oh, a Zeth fan in case you, you didn't know. That. I did not know that. I, oh. I think it's fascinating to see, like, you compare... Because this isn't the first time that Sigzel has been in horrifying, dismal survival yep. situations. Like, he was in Bridge 4. That he was calls awful. win on it, too, right? Um, like, he's just basically yeah. like, oh, you were just playing out a flute and, tell, and talking yeah. with my boss about it, and you did nothing to save that, us. It's like, damn, harsh. It really... Fair, though. Yeah, it really put a spotlight on the issues in their relationship Mm -hmm. of you know was hoyd kind of hoping sigzel was gonna die in the bridge in the bridge runs because it would have been more convenient and that was an awful thing for him to have done because he didn't go save him didn't go help him out and things like that it's just oh it's crunchy Mm -hmm. it's great i love it every once in a while we get this reminded that hoyd is an absolute asshole and yep yeah i think Chapter 10 of Sublet Man is really like a big, you Peak know, of that, yeah. Sigzel waving the banner that just says this guy is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. Just because like, I feel like we get these instances where Hoyt goes, oh, I would let Rashar burn. Yeah, exactly. If it, if it, you know, served my goals. But he's so his interests so far have so often been aligned with our characters that we haven't really seen a break point where they diverge and this is the first time where you're like mm-hmm. oh like wit seems to have made a decision that would benefited him and not somebody else I and it's kind of like the oh, save calamity like, but clearly it. it screwed right. over sigzel massively yeah, yeah. yeah. getting a really dawn chart i guess how i think about void yeah. yeah you know i 
I also find it really interesting. And admittedly, I don't know a lot of the wobs about this. I know there are wobs about this. But don't worry, they're in our document. We'll we'll get to them. I'm, I'm sure you <laughs> the guys next have episode. Them. Um, like so, for my perspective as someone who's just coming into this with just these chapters in mind like trying to figure out what's up with the night brigade and what sort of actual threat they represent is sort of because the impression I was getting mm -hmm. was that Sigzel's running and not letting them catch him was in a way to kind of protect Hoyd that they were going mm -hmm. to use mm -hmm. the Dawn shard mm -hmm. to track Hoyd and that was going to be bad. And maybe that's because they're going to do something catastrophic with, you know, if they find Hoyd, but the fact that he's so resentful of what Hoyd has done for him, and yet he's still, you know, yeah. living this awful survival life in a way that's protecting Hoyd from bad things. Like, that's such an, uh, there's so many emotions yeah. in that relationship. Oh, so good. And I'll talk about this more when we get to that wob next episode. But Brandon's <laughs> reference to the Black Company made so many things click for me regarding <laughs> the Night Brigade. It's going to be hard to do without spoilers because it's all light series stuff, but yeah, I, I have theories Okay, just based on that one reference. I, I will say like, I, my personal reading on like the Sigzel Hoyt situation is that uh, Sigzel is running less to protect Hoyt and more because if the Night Brigade catches Sigzel, then whatever process they use to track Hoyt through him is not going to leave him alive mm. because... You know, Sigzil has basically one motivation at this point, and it is to survive. He even, like, considers near the, in, like, the very first chapter of the book if he should just let himself burn, and then he realizes that, you mm -hmm. know, he still has that survival instinct. Yeah. And, you know, he gets slightly more, like, shadows of other motivations over the book, like he still wants to know how things work, partially, he still kind of empathizes with those people. He still wants to learn about their culture in as much as he's trying to crush this, you know, need to learn things that Sigzel had. But I still think like his main motivation is survival. And I don't think he's going, he would survive whatever the Night Brigade wants to do to him. Yeah. I find myself with like almost four theories of why Sigzel is living this way. And one is like, he doesn't want bad things to happen to him. And he thinks bad things would happen if the Night Brigade caught him. Two would be like, he doesn't want bad things to happen to Hoyd, which is very interesting because they don't get along very well. Three is like, he thinks the Night Brigade would make Hoyd into a nuke or something and it would kill a bunch of people in the Cosmere. Like there's like a wider, greater good threat that you have to protect Hoyd, even though he sucks, because they're going to do a super bad thing if they get a hold of him. And then four, I think, is speaking of speculating way outside my depth, I think maybe this Donjard thing would have something to do with it in terms of mm. like the fact that it has a you can't hurt people and also you seem to be more difficult to hurt. I wonder if that's giving him an overinflated sense of like, I need to keep living because there seems to be a preservation oh, of life okay. sort of okay, vibe. Interesting. I, I feel like you get this sense inside Nomad's head that he's tired. There's a part of him that does kind of just want it to be over, but he can't stop. There's like almost something internal driving him to keep mm. going and keep expending the energy and keep running, even though he kind of just wants to stop. Would it really be so bad if he stopped? I, I kind of like that because mm -hmm. it sort of fits well with 
what Brandon seems to like to do, which is to give somebody like a personal motivation to do something and kind of like mm -hmm. a magical like side motivation where we see something where like Dalinar and the thrill where it can still be his choice, but also right. there's a, just a little mm -hmm. bit of supernatural stuff going on there that reinforces sure. that choice. I'd like to read just the, the quote and the mention of the Dawn chart because I think it's, this is getting yeah. right to, to this here. Mm -hmm. So I don't have time for you, Wit, Nomad said. The Night Brigade is out there hunting me because of what you did to me. You may have saved the Cosmere. I absolutely did not save the Cosmere, <laughs> Nomad snapped. <laughs> Finding a pebble in his pocket, mud washed away. He threw it through Wit's head. The illusion rippled, then restored. I might have saved you, though. Same difference. It's not, Nomad said. <laughs> it's really not. He stepped closer to Wit's projection. If they catch me, they'll be able to connect the Dawn Shard to you, and then they'll be on your tail. So that's that's kind of the the mention. Um, hmm. And uh, we 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 do have the the word of Brandon that it is that uh, Sigil Dawn got this Dawn Shard that Hoyd got. Although there are some questions on the Dawn Shard timeline <laughs> that we'll get into the next episode. Because what? <laughs> so I think the Dawn Shard's related, right? Like th this is this is <laughs> clearly they yeah. Brandon. What didn't the Amians always say, like in uh, back at Oathbringer, like, oh no, we have to kill you. We can't give you any information because forces in the Cosmere, if they learn this, they could destroy the entire Cosmere. And mm -hmm. I would assume that's about mm -hmm. the Dawn Shards, right? And maybe the Night yeah. Brigade mm -hmm. is one of these forces, right? That would destroy the Cosmere. It doesn't surprise that, me. There's more there that we can talk about in the episode. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the original name for the Night Brigade is. Oh yes, it yes, was that's intended what... to be called Dusk Brigade. <laughs> or Dusk not, Brigade. not Dust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's so funny. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Hilarious yeah. to me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's so interesting. But I love how Hoyd's like, "Oh, saving me is saving the cosmos." It's like, oh, yeah. wow, yeah. Hoyd, you are so self-absorbed. Wow. Mm -hmm. The, yes. the humblest of men. Very humble. We all knew Hoyd <laughs> was very humble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is so cool, though, because I do think it's one of the most, like, Frank Hoyd conversations yes. that we do get. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that doesn't come up super often. Like, he's always playing with this edge of, like, oh, am I being serious? Like, you can't really pin me down. And he does eventually come to the point where he apologizes. Yep. And I did love... Mm -hmm the little like callback to Yolan and his little like you know when I was a, yep. there was a boy that looked up at the stars and, and Sigil's just like, like not having it it's like that was me I'm like okay fine I'll listen <laughs> done but it was yeah. so cool too like it was so yeah. cool that even though Sigil hates him he's like well I have to listen he's talking about <laughs> Yolan yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well and all, it's it's also like Hoyd actually showing some actual emotion about himself mm -hmm. which I'm sure mm -hmm. Sigil never gets from him ever and so mm -hmm. interesting that Hoyd doesn't remember at least claims just to not remember much of his childhood and mm. like his very early life mm -hmm. yeah. I, I feel it's just a matter of him being really really old yeah and yeah. we also know that immortality time. comes with memory problems because of like brain storage capacity or whatever probably just didn't mm -hmm. know how to do whatever breath and memory storage thing right that uh he mm -hmm. presumably would know how to do now right that, that's right i mean he figured that out later because i was thinking like yeah. didn't you put it in your breath like do you just not pull it out well but, i mean it, okay, it probably took like a thousand be. years before he even got there right i'd imagine yeah. i don't know <laughs> Yeah, the, the entire Hoyt-Sixel relationship makes me really excited for maybe getting more um, Hoyt-Apprentice stories eventually. Yes, yes. yes. Because yeah. uh, I'm really interested to see how those dynamics worked out. Like, because 
not everyone will be like Sixel in that regard. Like, um, apparently, so, there's yeah. three Hoyt apprentices. Well, we'll also delve into that in the love episode yeah. next mm -hmm. next week. It, um, this did a good uh, job. Put, of, put like, another pin oh. in that. <laughs> yeah, for me, it did a good job though of kind of validating like the Sigzel Hoyt connection in Stormlight too, because it almost felt like a drop thread to me, where I was yeah. like, why did we even make him? Hoyt's apprentice yeah. at Hoyt and he don't do anything at any point so far. And now we've got this whole thing where, oh, okay, clearly they do intersect in a meaningful way again. Yeah, there there was the <laughs> implication that like that Sigzil got this Dawn shard and like this event happens in Stormlight 5, which is insane. <laughs> like, what I the know. hell? Uh yeah. but uh so Brandon was like saying, Oh, it's like a teaser for Stormlight 5. I meant I mean you to read this before Stormlight <laughs> 5. It. I'm like, I oh, feel okay. teased. I, I do feel teased. <laughs> well, I mean, we all feel teased because we have yeah. to wait till October 2023 to read it. <sighs> so, yeah. so hopefully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hopefully uh there will be more than a month between Sunlit Man and Stormlight 5, because if it comes hopefully. out in 2023. I, oh, I do not oh think God. Stormlight 5 is coming out in 2023. There's there's no <laughs> way. I hope so. I hope it uh, is. Because we'll see. that year's way too crazy already. Yeah. Here we yeah. are begging for a for a release delay. <laughs> and and the are like crying. Well, I mean, Stormlight is a release delay but... of all things. But Brandon did yeah. say the, the writing these stories didn't set Stormlight uh, 5 back. It was the Kickstarter that did. And all the Kickstarter <laughs> and the streams and stuff, which like that makes sense. But I... I Alex, you're totally right. I love the old grizzled veteran. It's just like the it's great. The, it's like the old cop who's like, I'm too old for this. Like, but to like mm -hmm. the nth degree, and I just I I love it, and just I have mm -hmm. to remember to be like a good person and. But yet, but yet he's still like enjoyable when he's kind of being a jerk. Like, I'll just put my boots on the table. What are you going to do about it? I'm like, oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> it it yeah. helps that reminds me of just... Croker from the Black Company a bit. Like, even I at like 40 something, yeah. um, he's just like the old girls of And he's like, oh. You're too well so read, Veronica. Time, you need to just keep rereading <laughs> Cosmo stuff. I don't like this. Uh, I think one other little thing that I did love. Though in terms of characterization that I didn't catch until I read it again this morning was that the guy he saves with the gap tooth, he's totally thinking of Hover from Bridge Four. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. mm -hmm. ah. mm -hmm. like it's just mm -hmm. so good that it just made me smile to think about that. Where he he sees someone that looks like one of his friends and he still can't quite just like leave him. So speaking of like Sigzel's past life, you actually asked a question on stream, David, that was totally not answered in any way. Uh, oh. and but uh, <laughs> but it, it's really connected because it, there's a line where Sigzel's like, I can't go back to Roshar because that will be where pe I, I'll lead the night brigade to people who still loved Sigzel. And mm -hmm. David, your question was basically, oh, well, like, how far future is this actually? Mm -hmm. If like yeah. people still and, like know and love Sigzel, elegant way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, because you you'd expect this is kind of far future, Cosmere. Like if Skadrians are on other places, that like already makes it sound era four, right? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I just don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that it seems like Brandon is heading to more towards like a compressed modern era and wants to get to sci-fi potentially. <laughs> yep. But to me, I'm like, there's no way that like in a normal human lifespan, Rashar went from spears to like jet engines to like spaceships. Like to me, it just <laughs> yeah. I'm like that's, that's yeah. too fast, Brandon. Well, yeah. I wonder. I almost like wonder if uh, the Stormlight like whole story doesn't end with 
a bunch of characters we know becoming just permanent cognitive shadows. Sure. Yeah. Like not necessarily as heralds, mm-hmm. but just maybe just living in maybe all the cognitive heralds. Realm. <laughs> They're all heralds. Every bridge four. Now you get tortured and praised. Great. They're gonna yes, get the maybe. tranquiline halls back, guys. They're gonna get it <laughs> this time for real. Yes. Yeah, so so maybe he's I like thinking like, right. I can't I can't bring the night brigade back to my ghost bodies. Yeah. 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 I was. Gonna, it, it could also just be like. You know his the descendants of his yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah yeah you know maybe he was on Roshar more recently than the Stormlight books and oh true hey Paladin's mm. great great grandchildren are there and living peacefully <laughs> and I don't want to lead the Night Brigade to them because Paladin <laughs> fought so hard to make nope. Roshar. Not yeah. The anymore. funny thing about that is assuming Calendar would have children in the first <laughs> yeah. place. Hypothetical. You, know, you gotta wait to Era 4 for yeah. Calendar to actually have children. I mean, kids maybe Adolin and... then she'll launch children. Oh, That's probably yeah, Adolin and she'll probably have kids. We'll see. Oh, yeah. they'll definitely yeah, have kids. It could kids. be something like that. Uh, it's hard mm. to say. I had also thought that, like, there, it's possible there are Spren that he was close to. There are, there are Oh, yeah, that's totally that true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and Spren are no longer as invulnerable as perhaps they might once have that's thought true. That's mm-hmm. true. Good point. Uh, and probably even less as further we go on, there's going to be more Indian <laughs> messenger, right? Um, yeah. I mean, speaking of immortals, one of my when I was trying to figure out who Nomad was, because I was not involved in all of the rampant speculation about right. who. <laughs> right, right. Um, because I just tuned out of all of it. I when I opened the book, I was like, okay, I think this could be Sigzel, because they mentioned his skin is dark. But I also thought maybe it was Axes. Um and dark maybe skin. what was this whole torment thing was a curse of kind thing. <laughs> the curse um, of kind. Oh yeah. Yes. Like, he can put tattoos on his skin. Like he could probably like make his skin dark. Who knows? Maybe it's Axes. Oh. That was just, You know um, you know what would have been a great title for one of the secret projects that'd be a big spoil is just Curse of Kind. I'd be curse like, I'd freak oh, out. Yeah. That'd yeah. so yeah. good. And the thing is that we know exactly what that is. Well, well, what the, it's a reference to. <laughs> okay, we know what, you know what I mean. Like, we know the term. <laughs> yes. Everybody else would be like, yeah. what in the world is this? <laughs> yeah, they no, would be like, oh my god, the curse of kind. Yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> of loved ones, uh, so there's... Do, do we think Calvin's dead? Because there, there's yes. been a lot of conversation whether, like, <sighs> is Kaladin still alive in this late Cosmere? It, or is this saying definitely dead? So maybe we should... Maybe we should read this. So okay. he saw a light to his left further along the rim of the city, drawn to it like he was a weary traveler and it a welcome cook fire. He started walking. That that was a figure, wasn't it? Holding something that glowed in his fingers, a sphere. Wearing a uniform, facing away from Nomad, standing and looking out through the darkness. Storms. It couldn't be. It couldn't. Ignoring Auxiliary's second prompting for an explanation, he walked further, haunted by what he might find, worried that he was going mad, yet desperate to know, could it? Cal? He asked in the storm. Uh, and then it turns out it's like, it's definitely not Calden. And then. What a disappointing <laughs> surprise. The fandom would have gone crazy. So yeah, what what do you think? Is Calden dead? Is he still alive? Uh, what what do you think this this passage means? Because some people are like, oh, Calden's still alive, and other people are like, no, Calden's definitely dead. <laughs> so it's just uh, really funny. Yeah, I want dead. him to be dead. I want him to be oh, dead. Oh damn! Like, that would... You heard it here. Clip this. 
I want him to be dead. Traitors <laughs> one and all. Clip it. Pa- Marvin is a Kaladin hater. Wants him dead. I... Send those dislikes to at uh, Paleo on Discord. <laughs> I also think we are very far in the future and our main cast of Roshar is no mm. more. And I really hope that includes Kaladin too. Here, I'll just say it. I hope Kaladin's dead. You know why? <laughs> because Kaladin really hates that he always survives. And if oh, you don't want him tortured on Braze for him, like, like thousands some sort of years. Of tortured immortal. No, don't freaking do that to Kaladin. Let him rest. Yep. I think That's this true. is a moment of like you know, you have seen a friend you know is no longer alive and could not possibly be here. And I think that's why he has the whole, like, am I going mad mm-hmm. thing. David? I, yeah, that's what I think. I'm going to go against the grain here and say that <laughs> I don't hope Kaladin's dead. But, uh, Controversy. I, Do you yeah, want Kaladin will, dead or not? I know, right? I, I will revise like that statement a little bit, though, and go, I think that Kaladin quite possibly could be dead but i don't think it necessarily is like some tragedy occurred in calden is dead yeah. I think it's yeah, yeah yeah no. it's been 150 years and calden has had a long and happy life and is now dead you know? well, i, ho- I yeah. hope it's longer than 150 years in the future like i, I i'm hoping it's longer thousand, than 60 years several, at this point eric <laughs> hopefully is my vibe i, I mean we'll with, nomad's been on so many places like so I, I I don't know I I think it needs I would hope it's like a thousand years in the future or something. And mm. I could imagine no that Six doesn't even necessarily know what happened mm-hmm. to Cal because Ooh, it, like it depends on the timeline what happens like when he t- when he took up the Dawnshot and how quickly he has to go Ooh, on the run. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it's just like yeah he, he he doesn't even know what happened to Cal. Assumes he's dead because. Yeah, maybe he had to skip away really quickly or something. Yeah. Dude, what? That would make sense. What if, yeah. like, what if Sigzel gets the the Dawn Shard and, like, the just there's the Night Brigade in Stormlight 5? <laughs> <That's laughs> insane. Amazing. It's like, well, I guess I gotta leave. I gotta leave. I guess. I could see him, whatever happening with him, happen before <gasps> the contest of champions too and he might not yeah. even know 100 what yeah. occurs with oh, that he's like oh i don't know like i don't know what happened like no, i no, had no. to go i got it guys mm-hmm. the sailors on the infinite sea infinite nice <laughs> i i nice. do like this vibe of like Sigzel had to leave while Kaladin was still alive, and so mm-hmm. he doesn't know for sure, but he mm. knows it's been a really, really long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he so couldn't go back. There's or always like that off chance that mm. Kaladin somehow became an immortal, but he's pretty sure now. That I, I like yeah. that reading of this scene. That that's, makes that's a nice. lot of sense. I like that. Mm-hmm. That feels neat. Stormlight Five has so much to do. Like, good yeah. luck with that, Brandon. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I- kind of can't believe it like we'll see how it all works out <laughs> maybe it will be the five hundred thousand word stormlight book that yeah. we always want a nice gvorin five hundred thousand. yeah yeah the book like. of endless pages the book of <laughs> endless pages <laughs> get up on the palindrome brandon and go back to the meme we'll, we'll <laughs> i mean speaking Ooh. of stormlight things speaking of dead people <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know where your guys are leading this, so lead, lead us in. Our, our dead friend friend. Oh yeah, we gotta talk, talk about, about auxiliary. Yeah. Yep, yep, we gotta yep. talk about that. Um, I there was a wob on the stream where someone asked, "Is he a win or is auxiliary a win friend?" And Brandon raffled it like. Ah. I think yeah. that's a question you should be asking. Is it though? Alicia. 
Is yes, I am glad yeah. he raffled that because I think it's way up in the air. Is it a? Are we yeah. talking about a win friend or are we talking about an honor friend? Oh, sorry, honor friend. Sorry, I meant yeah, honor friend. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, well, he's a very smart honor or wins friend then. But. <laughs> okay, okay, shut up. Okay, shut up. I meant honor friend. But like, but I mean, clearly there's references to like Sigzel flying, right, and being comfortable in the air, and so I don't know. Uh, I for me, I. I have a theory that it's not actually like auxiliary is not actually his honor's friend. Oh, okay. That he had as a windrunner. Because okay. for one, the name, uh, names it of hon- honor's friend are like yeah. not at all descriptive <laughs> like this. That's true. And That's true. second, the who references to Knight and Squire. What is going on with that? That <sighs> I, is, that yeah. threw me off the first time I read it, throws me off here as well. <laughs> like, it's very bizarre. I. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're supposed to be wondering, is this Sigzel's honor spread? And mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance that it could be either, either huh. way. Mm. I, I guess feel like so. auxiliary. I guess I just assumed, right? It's Sigzel honor spread, right? See, I uh, see. I thought auxiliary sounds like an ink spread name because they oh. often have adjectives yeah. like blended oh. or yeah. ivory, oh. and auxiliary kind huh. of talks sort of weird. Like, is this? Mm-hmm. A weird talking ink spren, and if so, what happened to his honor spren? That like and that yeah. uh, makes sense with the whole skipping thing, right? And uh, how Brandon oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah. well about uh, the surge of transformation, uh, transformation uh, or transportation. transportation. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> but I think and that could be the so Don shard and the Don shard I mean, effect that allows the Don it shard, to skip. But I mean, that's also a possibility. I have a pretty wild thought because surge okay. of transportation as well, and uh, we know. Spren that look a little bit like on a, uh, like ink spren, but maybe are not directly ink spren. Namely, the Oathgate spren. Sixel bonded to spren. Somehow got his hand on that. So <laughs> on an know. Oathgate spren. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, that, they could have it, weird uh, names. On the, yeah, on, on the nice. name front, it could also be that maybe Sixel just like assuming it it was his original spren, he just like didn't want to refer to them as like by their proper name anymore because they killed him and like it, it he didn't want to be reminded of his past so he just yeah. picked a really descriptive name because it's an auxiliary to him could yeah. also be uh, something okay. like that I was I mean, he's not signal he's nomad yeah. so yeah that's right. what i was gonna say yeah. is, like, he's got a different Alias, and we know that I believe Brandon said he'll come out of this with another different name via Wob. He did say that. Playing with names here a little bit, and I wouldn't be surprised if Auxiliary is not this being's original name. By the way, I looked. Mm -hmm. uh, The uh, Sigzel's Honor Spread doesn't even have a name in Rhythm of War, so thanks a lot. (laughs) Was it? It's just not named. So instead of unnamed mothers, we've got unnamed Spread now. (laughs) I mean, I mean, there's a lot of radiance, David. So. That's true. So what, what's yeah, up with... Uh, sorry, Ala, go ahead. Yeah, my, my favorite theory about what Oaks is, is that they are actually a cognitive shadow of a person. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. I, I mean, know. it is referenced as night, right? You know? I, I've seen it brought up a few times that, like, maybe it's... Because Oaks also has, like, abilities that others... Pren- I mean, Stormfather kind of uh, has, like, connection manipulation abilities, mm. but... We've never really seen, like, mm-hmm. Ivory, for example, has never taught Yasna a new language or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, or, like, eight the investiture. So it, maybe this is, like, a set of powers one gets from bonding a human cognitive shadow 
Hmm. Or maybe this is just a spren that got like bent completely out of shape by being in contact with a dawn shard. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because like there's reference that like oh Sigzel can like essentially use any investiture, and I feel like that would be much more a dawn shardy thing. Uh, and mm-hmm. but like there was this line in there that like auxiliary had to facilitate. I think that was yeah, was the line. Mention. So it, hmm. presumably it needs both. Uh, the Don Shard holder uh, terminology there. No, oh god! But, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. They're supposed to be called. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why I had the facial expression. Uh, and maybe the spren, and maybe working those together, they can do these weird things. But I, mm-hmm. I don't know. But a human cognitive shadow would explain why auxiliary refers to themselves as the knight and six as the squire. Oh, yeah. That's. That's an interesting one. Yeah, but like the theory about um, like the working with the dawn shard and the sprint together also explains like the sleepless's comment about risen and how she could never have yes. sprint and all that. So yep, yeah, yep. Also a possibility. Yep. Whatever's yeah, going I... on, it's weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> so weird. And mm-hmm. apparently, auxiliary's dead. Maybe on the knight and square thing, it. That's it, if you roll with the theory that it is his original honor friend. Maybe they always had a little bit of a weird relationship like that. That that was a really old honor friend who, like, he, he had a lot of knights radiant in the past, and uh, like I don't know, was an accomplished warrior in their or knight in their own society as well. And so he just always sort of had this relationship with his knights. That would be crazy. I, I'm going to yeah. teach you. So sure, okay. But, Reminds me of like the very little bit we see of Skybreaker high spren relationships, where it mm-hmm. seems that they are subordinate to a yeah, spren. That's so true. It would be interesting to see some spren have some non-traditional relationship. That's with true. That type of radiant. That would be cool. And and Brand is just putting it here just to really screw with us. Yeah. Here is just <laughs> like yeah, sure, we're just doing that. Like okay. Uh, There's also whatever that one reference is to the fact that Sigzel's oaths ended. Yeah. Where, whatever yeah. that. I'm like, does that mean you know? First of all, what the heck? That could mean so many <laughs> different things. Mm-hmm. But you know, if a knight radiance oaths end, does that break the hell bond and kill their spren? And that is what's happened here. Is like, oh, you know, if auxiliary is his on his honor spren. Did somehow they come to the end of their oaths, then a hell bond broke and he bonded the dead Spren, and because of, you know, their lingering relationship, oh. they can still talk. You but know? even more, remember, the reason why they become dead eyes is because Biodomishram. There's Biodomishram stuff in, in oh Stormlight 5, so maybe yeah. they, they fix the issue with Biodomishram. Sigzel then breaks yeah. the oaths, and so it's like the old school dead eye, not the dead oh. eye that we see currently. That's really plausible. I think oh, we, we have, have like 10% of this picture, and we have just enough to be able to say. We don't know, like, anything. Wow, there's a whole 90% of what's happening here that we just can't even yeah. put any pins in. Yeah. You know, I kind of wonder, because we were earlier talking about, like, how the Dawn Shard he's holding is kind of, like, about preserving life. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like Auxiliary died, but the link to the Dawn Shard it's keeping, got like, magical life support. Oh, yikes. Oh, okay. so sad. Oh. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. I mean... Even in like a normal circumstance, Maya is a dead spren who 
is sort of able to talk. And as far as we know, Adolin doesn't have any extra special investiture stuff mm. other than just his own connection with her. He's just such a good and person. a wonderful heart. Yeah, yeah that's right. what happens <laughs> when you throw a Dawn Shard into that blender. <laughs> let's, give, let's give the yeah. Dawn Shard to Adolin. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and, and that's probably true, too, is this is probably a pretty huge corner case in terms of magic. Like, I doubt this specific, whatever has happened, has happened many times before if ever before you know so it's mm, gotta, yeah. probably six is probably on some untrod ground here with whatever's going on yeah yeah mm -hmm. oh wow there's i didn't there's even think so of the bottom mishram aspect with the, the with the <laughs> dead eyes because there was there was a lot of discussion on discord about like but how's ox dead he doesn't act like a dead eye at all i'm like bottom mishram easy nice mm. This the is why all life's questions. you come to Shardcast to hear us talk about Biodomishram. <laughs> I mean, Project I'm 4. on the show, so it doesn't take much for me to talk about Biodomishram. And don't worry, in the prologue, in Storm Life 5 uh, prologue, well, yeah. Biodomishram. Mm -hmm. oh, I yeah. oh, I can't wait. We're recording that next yeah. weekend. Yeah. Uh, that'll be fun. Shardcast listeners, we're just so excited about everything that we just can't contain yeah. what we want to yeah. talk about. There's just so much that's exciting. So, please mm. continue, David. <laughs> Okay, so I think that this is not the correct fruitful path to be going down at this point, <laughs> like having seen everybody like think about this. But when I was reading this for the very first time, and you know, you see the early ox, you see the descriptions, my first thought was, oh, this is Chris and Nas's metal tools that were advertised Whatever this is, this is that. <laughs> and it's auxiliary, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm like, okay. he got one. I actually don't hate this idea. The, the, the talking metal tools on Skadrial were like somebody's dead spren, mm -hmm. that, like oh, a dead oh, shard wow. blade that Not just wasn't in shard blade spots. form. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But how would they get that over an arrow too if they can't transfer stormlight? Like that's the mm. question. But I mean, so, Hoyd's like, there, I guess. So, there's yeah. world hoppers. Yeah. Hoyd's there. He has might have figured what? the connection thing out they years ago, have, and she's like, "I'm just doing it. Like, don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, Wax and Wayne is supposed to take place like after Stormlight, um, so maybe they figure it out in mm. SA five. Yeah, but oh, actually, gosh. speaking of tools, one more thing to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll add it to the list. Yes, all. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of metal tools, uh, like before we move on from Oaks. Uh, something that caught my attention and also made me kind of wonder if this is actually a spren uh, is the fact that Ox makes more like complex devices than what mm -hmm. we see of Shalom. For example, uh, first of all, first thing that caught my eye, a chain, which, you know, yeah. is generally comprised of several dozen moving parts mm. or later a bolt cutter, which also requires like two, two blades and a spring. So it seems like Ox is capable of doing more with its metallic form than what we currently have shard blades doing. Is that like being in many parts or is that more or just that Sigzel's very creative and has been doing this a long time? I and... mean, we know we have we can't even create bowstrings at this point in Stormlight. <laughs> okay, okay, that's a that fair point. <laughs> that's true. a fair It seems um... to be limited to one continuous object right now. Like they can't make a bow and an arrow. <laughs> Oh, I guess then a chain is kind of weird, isn't it? Then okay, we, that's, we, that's good we point. do have soulcasters though. That uh, we oh. don't know what part oh, of the soulcaster is the spren and isn't. Okay, see you guys in a half hour when them. we talk about soulcaster. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, that, but this was also something I was wondering about. Like if if a regular, if it is a spren, if a regular knight's radiant knight radiant was 
was all, would also be capable of doing these things because it's also weird that it's not Sixil con consuming the investiture and doing the magic. It's Orcs doing it. Like he he oh, has okay. to wield uh, Orcs as a shield so that Orcs can co absorb the um, investiture, for instance. Or like mm. he only gives the investiture to Orcs. So if that's something that like a fifth level rate, a fifth oath radiant maybe would be capable of doing or yeah, whatever. In in general, it reminded me a lot of presence, uh, presences in um, Cradle, actually, oh. <laughs> the way they uh, interplayed. They're excellent. But would Sigzel yeah. have even been uh, a fifth level radiant? Like, well, okay. we got, we got well, 10 we days really from like five. Up. We got to really yeah. speed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. This feels, uh, like, yeah. this feels like we just finished reading like the middle of Mistborn 1, and Kelsier had his little here's how Alamancy works talk with Finn, <laughs> and then somebody handed us an era two memory coin and said, yeah. figure this out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. An era yeah. three I, memory coin, maybe. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. I have no uh, idea what's going on. <laughs> if I could say, like, I, I, did we avoid Six of the Deaths 2 reading spoilers here or not? Yes. Oh, yeah. That, I wanted to bring that up too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, I'll, I'll leave it vague then and say that I think we've been given indications that in Rhythm of War, when Calden talks to Syl, there's a moment where they kind of are speaking in Syl's like, I think that we can do more than we've explored in this mm -hmm. pond in the past mm. just because they were so pressed and so, you right, know, they didn't have a lot survive. of time to really just. They were just trying to make do with what they had instead of pushing for greater things. And so I do think there's more to be found in just a normal bond than we have seen yeah. thus far. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, this could mm -hmm. be another step beyond that even. I don't know. And I, I think that's a common feature with Brandon's magic. I mean, mm -hmm. you look at the Mistborn magic system examples of there is a technological development of magic Mm. on these worlds that we're tracking so i i think that is mm -hmm. totally plausible i mean i do think we are going to get roshar and airships like that navani's developing and they'll figure out all the deets on how to deal with yeah. it right mm -hmm. they just need to build one more they already have one and they'll have airships <laughs> oh that's true we're, we're almost there that's a good point solid point get that plural yep well, you know, let, let's let's get on to more big topics on just how crazy this setting is on this planet, which is unnamed. Uh, we only got a name for uh, Secret Project 1's planet, not uh, the Secret Project 3 ones or this one. Uh, Sunville. Sunville? That's what we're going <laughs> Sunnyville. with? Sunnyville. Sunnyville. Okay. It's so nice and pleasant. It, it's such a nice, pleasant place. Um, but it, it was so funny because just... Like the day before this sample chapter came out, Brandon had it was unintentionally Blake having his bad book idea of like yeah. a planet rotating around another planet. He's like, that never work. And Jess, Jess and I had already read Sunlit Man, right? Uh and so Jess is like, is he talking about Sunlit Man? And lo and behold, the next day, Brandon's in his thing is just like, oh yeah, we were talking about it. It's like, you Ah, Brandon. Like, the thing is, like Dan, uh, well, like he did say he knew about the Kickstarter for, yeah. like yeah. when since Brandon told the staff. So Dan presumably knew <laughs> that this was an important. Yeah, that's true. And he took it completely seriously. That's true. They're, yeah, that, um, they're the pros. Like, he knew what Brandon was talking about, yeah. but just treated it as another silly story idea. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. though I, that uh, I don't remember that episode very well, but. 
I think the idea Brandon had was kind of wilder. Like it, it was. wasn't just it a was. planet that mm-hmm. spins very fast. It was actually a planet that has on it another planet that keeps spinning. Yes, over yes, time. and like something was like pushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was person is pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Giant. And I'm like, I'm glad that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been too weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the longer was, we talk about this, I'm getting like the little prince vibes. <laughs> like the planet is yeah. just so small. You can yeah, he was like, like, oh, it's a smaller planet, but it's it's like rotating around like a much bigger planet. <laughs> meanwhile, all the astrophysicists are sobbing in the corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's funny because um like uh, we just uh like we finished Nature of Science well last week in school. And the last thing we saw like had to do with like geostationary orbits for the satellites and that and the and the more the explanation went on the more i realized just how insane Tress is <laughs> because it <laughs> was already insane enough but when i realized the, the actual science that had to go into that I was yeah. like, my god brandon why yeah yeah why? and actually uh, the real secret about these projects is that they are impossible astrophysically like that's yeah. It, Brandon said at the bottom, it's going to take some work to make the physics actually function. Great. Great. I'm, I'm thrilled. Like, physics. It's physics magic. Functioning. It's, uh, yeah. Like, let's talk about how insane the, the planet is because yes. this planet is either very small or turns very slowly because I have just checked. Do you know what's the speed of the sunlight traveling along the Earth? Is it like. It's like the equator, right? One one hundred six thousand seventy kilometers per hour, or in freedom units, that's going to be about one thousand miles an hour. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So Americans appreciate it. Just for the record, uh, Mach one, which is, let me just, I should have really googled that earlier. That's okay. It's all edited. It'll all be perfect, and you'll sound so smart. Uh, that's uh, 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 Mach 1, which is speed of sound, is uh, 1,240 kilometers per hour. I don't know how much it's that is in miles. Yeah, also around 1,000 miles per hour. So okay. either those ships are traveling at Mach 1 or this planet is turning very slowly well well sigzel does yeah, say that it, that he he suspects that yeah that it's both small and that it's rotating slow yeah because yeah. i i am just gonna go with i guess aiden alcium wanted it this way he'll sure. remember our plight eventually yeah, he will yeah. <laughs> will he remember the astrophysicist's plight eventually well, though like probably not i doubt it eventually I doubt it. eventually <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, I do always love the idea of, like, poor Cosmere, like, physicists trying to, like, understand the universe, and they're just, like, trying to do Newton-style stuff, and they're like, it doesn't work. Like, why? (laughs) Why doesn't this work? And it's because the shards are up there going, I'm holding this planet in place. Don't worry. I mean, would they even (laughs) discover general relativity when they're just looking at these observations and just like, this is just too crazy for my equation to work? They will discover dark investiture, which like accounts for the majority of the forces. Oh, great. <laughs> Perfect. Dark <laughs> investiture. Yay. And that'll be the shroud, obviously, from Yumi. Yeah, obviously. obviously. It's all anti-investiture, too. It's dark anti-investiture. <laughs> oh. 
I will say you guys joke, but Final Fantasy's latest expansion actually involved like creating a dark counterpoint oh, to no. the magic that makes up most of the universe. And then we have all they the did dark that shards. 100% straight. There, there's gonna yeah, there, there, there's yeah. gonna be 16 dark shards, and then no, like no. people no. use the dawn shards to make uh, uh, 16 dark shards, and that that's See, really your future the Cosmere. And that's the night. Yeah. No, the night brigades are the dark shards. Sims opposition. That's oh yeah! Opposition. Oh yeah! <laughs> I I, oh, yeah. I should do a solo video on Aiden Alcium's opposition because like three fourths of the wobs on that are solely me uh, mm -hmm. and Eric me just. I was I was and I should just go into how uh, crazy that was. So the dust wow. shots, yeah. <laughs> All right, we should get back off topic. <laughs> no, no rails. There, you know what? There's no rails on this planet. They're floating. So we don't need rails here. Yeah. That's science. We, we've left the rails back on, like, Painter's Planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, that, but we're talking about we the Heon Heon Mines. The, yeah, they don't, the Heon Mines don't have rails. The, I guess the so, rails are the Heon Mines. They, they do yeah. have trains, so they have rails. Yeah, they have trains. Yeah, trying, the... yeah. <laughs> trying to get us back what, on the rails. What, what is a rail, really? No. No, no, okay, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> what are rails? So, when I was reading this, okay. I actually thought that maybe this planet could be Monody in the Threnodite system because <laughs> you have Threnodites and Monody is the closest to the sun in that system. Oh, yeah. And okay. It, like, I'll put that map on the... screen for all, everyone who remembers <laughs> that. Yeah. But it can't be the planet LG, uh, right? Because LG's yeah. character. So, you yeah. know. Um, but so it probably confusing. isn't because Brandon said on stream that they haven't fully decided on the name yet and Monody oh, yeah. is named. Well, so, well, so it's definitely not that it. one. Yeah, probably yeah. not. It's also definitely possible that Brandon forgot that they had a name for that planet. <laughs> well, that no, no, no. But, 100% a thing but, but could it be, though? Because if because the sun itself is really invested, so it can't be Trinity's sun, hmm. right? We don't know that the Trinity I mean, sun isn't invested. Like, yeah, we don't know really how much. Invested you enough know? to burn away the... <laughs> things like i don't well, know about that well, you, you just put could it further yeah. away like it doesn't have to be right up close yeah to the okay sun. okay like, yeah. the okay. going to move out okay could this be in the tall dane system speaking of things i don't know anything about like <laughs> oh, no it, um it's, it's no. it doesn't work okay it's, cool just yeah. one time tell me the that doesn't work. they're being like circled by suns on both sides oh, so, oh right okay oh, okay 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 okay, okay. Yeah. monody's the the closest oh the weird yeah. planet in the thranodite system is purity that weird red yeah. gas giant that yeah that, it doesn't fit the naming um, scheme oh okay i i will point out that monody doesn't have rings which the sunlit man planet okay has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah maybe this was drawn before the, I guess it would need a moon now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the, the rings kind of disprove the idea that the planet is small. I, I'm not like an astrophysicist, just for the record. Or anything, <laughs> None of us are. That. But mm. I'm fairly confident I have read before that, like, for example, Earth is too small to support like a ring system. It requires oh. a certain mm. size or mass of the planet for a ring system to form. Yeah. What if the but, planet's I mean, it's really like, dense? Yeah. And Sixel does talk about it, like how it has to be small, because he talks about the rings that he, like, he changes perspective on them and uses from that that it's pretty small, I think. Like he says, uh, because he sees the backside of the rings and they turn dark, um, yeah, it has to be pretty small. <sighs> More just Brandon being bugged out. Yeah. Physics, me being bugged out. Well, I, I feel like he's having Sigzel just like 
wow, this is kind of weird, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah it, it is weird, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least Brandon knows enough of the physics to be like, yeah, this is kind of weird, and maybe it kind of makes sense, and eventually it's just going to be Aiden and Alcium made the planet this way. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of just want him to do that, though, because sometimes I don't yeah. like when... It, it, like I just want him to be able to like do what he wants to do with his imagination and not have us and he can be mm-hmm. like you know what like shards do this or like maybe there's something yeah. else going on I'm, but, well like, I, I yeah. don't mind yeah. he he does yeah. say that he's gonna need to make some shenanigans with Cosmere aspects that he can play with to make it work what if okay what if the rings are not natural rings but instead are like orbital debris because I mean, we know that scadrons actual... have been on the and, and you know what the word that detritus as debris is mentioned several oh, times no. in the oh, story. No, no, I'm ending the episode now. <laughs> I'm the one recording this, David. <laughs> never read all we have time the for. theories have gone too far and it just shuts off. Wait, it's, it's just funny. It's just funny how, like, I... I don't know if the, the word detritus has appeared in the entire Cosmere, and then we just get multiple instances of detritus Let's, in this. I want to check that now. Okay. Oh, I know, right? Brandon, Brandon's word of the week calendar just had detritus <laughs> at one point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Odium's there, detritus is one. Yeah, you know. I will say, for something that could maybe make sense, also not an astrophysicist, <laughs> but we know that Brandon has talked about planets with variable gravity, like... Oh, Skadrial, sure. Or not Skadrial. Roshar has, like, lower gravity than, oh, than oh, some oh. other. And if the planet is smaller, maybe it has less gravity, and that's why mm. it was easier to develop flight tech. Mm, 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 how do you this. develop technology if you have to constantly move? Sorry, well, I <laughs> variable gr- uh, gravity. I thought you were meaning that the planet itself on different locations no, had like different <laughs> planets. Had, no, not that the gravity on a planet. <laughs> that no, would be no, 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 Brandon. No, no, free no. idea. There you go. Have fun. No, no. no one did that in Avengers anyway. It didn't make any sense. There's three mentions of detritus in the cosmos so far. Oh, okay. Okay, so, all right. Well, I stand corrected. Thanks. Uh, but You kind of brought up the... Because, uh, like, you're putting aside my idea that it's orbital debris from Skadrians. You kind of brought up the idea of, like, how they did technology. And, yeah, that is, like, a good question. How... Because they have metal. Like, Six Liver points out, like, wh- how they yeah. do have metal here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting it from somewhere. Yeah, and they he's like, have, how like, are they getting it? Yeah flight tech mm-hmm. so clearly they they must have already arrived on this planet when it was like technology when they were already like technologically advanced because i don't know oh, if you could yeah, survive long true. enough to we so, we know people are from off planet here already they didn't mm-hmm. have to develop mm-hmm. okay, okay okay yeah but there's a conversation where uh sigzel and ox are like did they come to this planet before the shard's death? Uh, like with like ambitions, death, mm-hmm. and like oh the Threadites don't have that, right? So have fun with that, guys. That's why I asked for this. I I submitted the question for the stream whether it was uh, like something about like when it was in relation to ambition, ambitions, death. If you wanted to confirm that, but Adam only read the part that whether they migrated, not when. So, <laughs> so the important part Damn it, Adam. Uh, yeah. so, so basically every question you've asked Adam has crucially cut off because <laughs> that, that happened on the not other the one too about, not the side of us oh. question okay, okay. Uh, he uh, answered fully okay great <laughs> well, well uh, the sunlit man definitely has to happen after the after death of ambition because obviously it happens after storm oh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's also like the question of if they so for the question of if they migrated before or after Ambition's death, 
if they are still this like linguistically and like name and mm. culturally similar to Frenodites, yeah. maybe Brandon will prove me wrong and say like, oh, they their culture was so isolated that they co- it just stayed completely the same. But I, I personally find it implausible that they had been separated for this long. I think what's more likely because uh, Sigil and Aux are acting like Frenodites or on other planets would also leave shades. So mm. either they are wrong about that, or this is a continuity error that Brandon will remove in a later mm. draft, or the fact that the sun is so heavily invested, like chokes out the chokes out the shades so they cannot form. Yeah, because they're shadows <laughs> and it's light. It makes sense. I mean, to be yeah. fair, that actually is possible. Yeah, what what rights do you need to make? I don't even know. I mean, yeah. honestly, we have no idea how shades work really at all. In mm-hmm. if anything, all the other cognitive shadows just make it seem so weird. What shades are like? What? Oh, uh, yeah. So stay tuned to after I guess October twenty twenty three, where maybe we'll get Threnody stuff and we'll do a Threnody episode. <laughs> One of these else feels just like oh, who knows? drunk on Cosmere speculation this stream. I feel like yeah. we have been so just inundated. With hey, we haven't even talked about the awakening reference. There, there's so yeah. many references that we haven't even gotten to yet. We're not. We're not even close. Yeah, the the ti- the timeline stuff alone is so so confusing. Like how it all works out because also they they have legends about the Skedrians being there apparently. So when were the Skedrians there? Oh God! Yeah, yeah they, they had to have arrived here after Skadrians. Oh, I think, right, 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 yeah, yeah. Right. Probably. Otherwise, oh, either that or they like just lost a bunch of their history mm. at some point for some reason. Because oh, we know that Skadrians have been there before, and we don't know if they're still here. Because you know, yeah. it could very well be that the twist of the book is that they open the great gate to the underground and. <laughs> It's just a bunch of Skadrians going like hi there. And King Kong. It's King a Kong's Fallout world. Uh. I, I, have, I have an idea. I can fix all the timeline stuff. Easy. Are you ready? Don't do oh, Don't do no, it. No, Investiture time no. dilation from yeah. the sun. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. But like, oh, seriously, though, the, the time out of the system maybe could be uh, going, uh, you know, at a different rate. And so the these people these threnodites have experienced less time and so their culture mm-hmm. wouldn't have as much to uh happen that, that's really plausible actually i, hate I mean this. it actually oh my. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I you want everyone like who wants to develop a timeline to hate their life uh <laughs> have fun joff and like the scadrians are going forward you know right Easy. I hate that time dilation is a thing that exists in our universe for the sake of the timelines and stuff. You need it for GPS. Yeah, true. <laughs> that yes, correction, yep. Alex. You need it. Without Einstein. Oh. And so let's just add investiture into it. And the sun is so invested. <laughs> but like, there's not a shard here. Yeah. No. I mean, the sun's pretty. It's doing stuff. Did Aiden Alcyon was just like, I'm just going to make a super, like a shard level sun that's just like always doing this or something like, okay, Aiden Alcyon, sure, buddy. So. What is happening? The the ember magic has to come from somewhere as well. That's true. Yeah, it does. It does, doesn't it? And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was my Aether shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Let's get Aethers involved. That'll really clear things up. Oh, that'd be- oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like, <laughs> Alex is just like what is this? already. But but oh, thematically, oh it's so it the the system no, seems to fit into the aether it system fits. because yeah, you because the sun is the illumination aether. Oh, something like that, and like because. Oh, transportation! Yeah, that's how they got there. Yeah, from from Vanity. Easy. You can only they, send others. That's the thing. You can only send others. The other sending one, not the self teleport. I haven't one. read Aether of Night. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trolling you guys. <laughs> I don't actually think it's investiture time dilation. Just to be clear. <laughs> I assumed that it had something to do with what was happening with the sun. Like I don't know. Maybe oh, there's some magic rocks on this planet that like absorb yeah. the yeah, sun are, yeah, sure. and if you find the magic rock you can stab it into somebody <laughs> that's and really back. plausible there's, yeah there's lichen on the rocks <laughs> oh. oh oh my god don't do it no, I, you know you are joking you are joking but i'm kind of wondering if maybe this planet was like the the original nesting spot for autonomy and then they okay, decided sure. for some reason that you know what this place just doesn't vibe with me or maybe she realized like oh i i did this wrong and now everything is dying on all the time on this planet maybe so the sun is an avatar of autonomy over. already it was the shard that is in resonance uh, it could be an avatar well i mean brandon also said punch these are shards <laughs> yeah okay. so that rob i do remember that episode for you wow. uh guys life. i hope you're enjoying this episode of us just pressing the gas on all the cosmere stuff and brandon just uh just giving us all the fuel for like the craziest cosmere speculation that you could imagine <laughs> like, alex is dying over here just <laughs> I'm, at, I'm just about at my limit. We're like about to tap out. My brain cannot get <laughs> a WAM episode, Alex. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do a WAM episode. You're our audience standard, Alex. <laughs> oh no, there's a WAM episode. This is the approachable part of the episode, Alex. You know, maybe, maybe we should like slow down and just cut off the Cosmere part and yeah. focus just on the Yeah, audience. maybe, yeah, you know, maybe, should maybe we, we should, uh, like, honestly, we're gonna get a lot of setting stuff later right uh like yeah. we we don't know it's weird uh the timeline is weird uh is there is there any other setting stuff that isn't like super mechanics no yeah, i'm know. just yeah. wondering how in all like with all the crazy theories like we've just put out here <laughs> What is the possibility of one of them actually being right? Because it's happened before where we just go crazy theorizing <laughs> on Shardcast and then if, they act, that's actually how things turn out to yeah. be. If we throw enough darts at the dartboard, one of them's going to hit mm -hmm. the bullseye, probably, maybe. So, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. nailed it. It was all planned. We were all serious on all of these suggestions. Mm hmm to throw something else into the timeline oh great <laughs> great <laughs> just oh, remember. No. because they have brass mines apparently oh yeah that's true oh that's something true. like that so oh yeah, yeah. What what the the, there's the bracers yeah so what, what's going on with the bracers and 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 hackable brace uh braces so it so it's oh, not mm -hmm. just now we just yeah. need hackable guns, and then we'll be right into the silly, villainous things that you can just hack. David, I did not put together the bracers are probably rascally. That's really yeah. smart. And David, yeah. the worst part about Froren as a term is that it sounds a lot like a Scandinavian word or a Germanic word that, like, from Frozen. And oh, so yeah. Southern Skedrians probably named oh. it, maybe. Oh, so, 
That's really cool. Huh. Oh, yeah. oh, oh like, wow, it's yeah. It's total trackpot that these Ember people are actually the Fire Mothers and Fire Fathers. If only I'm... we'd aired our Southern Skadrian episode, which was going to happen in March, but, you know, nah. but it's recorded. You know? We've had it recorded since last August. We're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to post it sometime. It's going to be outdated by the time we post it. No, no, that's why I got to post it soon. Damn it. I, I, like, now that we're on this track, I'm like, I'm wondering if if you had, like, sufficient room to store enough heat, could you survive on the sunny part if you just stored enough heat fast enough to not get burnt up by it? Like, is that why these are there? Are they like... But a... can you even store that fast? Right? Would it really... fill up? No. What's the capacity would... of a... So reverse I, compounding. The... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Alex, Alex, I don't, I don't know if you know, but that is kind of an actual term, kind of. No. Yeah, it Wait, is. It is. I, I did not. We, we, yeah, no, it kind of is. It kind. Of, well, it's a uh, yeah, and we don't need to get into it right now. That doesn't matter. Okay, that's continuing. I just kind of. I, I'm wondering, like, did they get those braids? Where did they get them from? Because, like, did mm. they loot some? Skadrian stash left after the Skadrians sure, or sure. did they buy them from out space like does the Cinder King have contacts on other planets mm. to supply him yeah. with Skadrian tech mm. sure 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 like we don't we know they have uh, guns yeah 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 just yeah for the record we know they have guns which means they are theoretically capable of producing bullets we still <laughs> don't know where they get metal from yeah for, mm -hmm. for those bullets and for everything else uh we know that Skadrians were here, so it's possible that they scavenge Skadrian tech or like scrape molten metal off the surface whenever they pass by something <laughs> that melted. Yeah, yeah. this sword this is like super interesting, like the, the mechanics yeah. of it. And it's very metal, aside from the Skadrian stuff. <laughs> and you know what this super reminds me of? I need to go on this tangent. Okay, sure, why not? <laughs> Press the gas. My, one, of my, uh, one of my other obsessions. Okay. Non, non random stuff. Oh. Warhammer 40k. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is so, uh, I don't know how many of you are familiar with Warhammer or how many of the readers. So, Warhammer is kind of known for being this extremely brutal setting with a lot of what they call death worlds, which is a place where humanity mm. has to fight to survive, which interestingly, all three of those planets we got in secret projects, or four, four of them are. They're, they're not nice very... for humans. Yeah, they're, they're really yeah, not. But the. This planet is extremely 40k because okay, I'm the tangent continues. Okay, <laughs> there is there is this faction in in 40k called the Space Marines, and they mm -hmm. usually they have their there's many different groups of them called chapters, and each chapter is based in a specific planet or a fleet of ships. So when they want to go and recruit people because this is a brutal setting and they are super soldiers, so they need the best of the best, they often organize uh, some sort of competition for the locals to participate mm -hmm. it. And the losers, depending on how severe any given chapter is, the losers either die or are sent away, while the winners get transformed into space marines. So this whole section of Sigzel in the arena yeah. reminds yeah. me incredibly strongly yeah. of like space marine recruitment. Yeah. Because we have like this life of death situation on a death world mm -hmm. where this the winner gets to become the super powerful person who also has a personality change because we mm -hmm. see that those embers like change your personality 
so this is probably the most Warhammer 40k thing that Brandon has ever written. <laughs> Did someone ask about that in the stream? I feel like may maybe I've just heard you talk about it so much that I'm imagining yeah. that it was asked <laughs> on the stream. Rasar, but... I do not recall. Well, I don't know if Brandon is in the 40k or how much he knows of the lore of 40k, but... And actually, mo moving away from the 40k, I am very, like, fascinated by everything that's happening there because... We know those people... Okay, so we know there's this Cinder King who is the mm. ruler of this city. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and there's a second like society, no. the Beacon, who seem to be like refugees who have some kind of past with the Cinder King. Yeah. And then there are the, the other columns, like, because one of the greater oh, good like asks oh, what if Sigil <laughs> is from a different, a different column, which seems to be their name for those like groups of ships. Mm -hmm. Veronica so, just I am... sobbing, just the idea of Calum. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, no, Calum. Both the Calum thing, like, it was capitalized. And I know Brandon is terrible as capitalization. Oh yeah, don't trust any capitalization of course the first this. thing yeah. this made me think of was a group called the Columns. I forgot exactly how it's called, but the Columns of something in the third Air Awakened series, uh, A Trial of Sorcerers. So I was like... Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Sorry, Rissar, It's like the super mysterious group. And yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's instantly quite my mind with that. I didn't even consider that Brandon is bad at capitalizing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> trust him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the okay, capitalization yeah. in the text version of this is just all over the place. As is but the yeah, italics. So we, yeah, so we know there's mm -hmm. like several different groups of or columns of ships moving yeah. around the planet. Yeah, yeah. So like the, the questions I have is like, how many of them does the Cinder King control? Does every one of those columns except Beacon has a Cinder King of its own or a Cinder Queen? Mm, sure. Or like, for example, how... Uh, why does the Cinder King, like, has such an elaborate way of executing people? Because, you know, the only thing you really need to do to execute someone on this planet, if you don't want to do it yourself, is land the ship, kick someone out, take off <laughs> they cannot walk faster than the sun but they? instead they are they are going through this elaborate ritual of uh, putting metal spikes in the ground and chaining them to the ground and they have this competition where the losers are chained to the ground so this is like a question like for example is this how they get the embers from like are embers like remains oh, okay. of people who are killed by the sun and maybe the spikes are how they find them again after traveling across the planet. Yeah, sure, and yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I am spitballing like here. There's another a lot spiking of... magic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, another spiking magic. Yeah. I'm curious, like, what actually happens to people when they're getting ember ember stabbed? You know, why yeah. does that make them? loyal you know is there like mm -hmm. a mind control thing involved is this like an emotions you just sort of become angry is there a dependence thing where they need power and therefore will be like, mm. there's like there's all sorts of dynamics that that could be but we clearly see somebody from beacon got embered and is now like no longer wanting to be rescued yeah 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 why yeah yeah Seems so to, like I think... <clears throat> yeah go ahead so. It seems to have almost made her like feral. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
at least the way the Cinder King controls them seems to be through those bracers because, or at least mm. that's what Sixel thinks. Because oh, okay, maybe sure. like, yeah. he, they can absorb some of the heat and make them survive the procedure, something like that. Mm. Uh, it could be, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It definitely, yeah. to me, is reminiscent of hemorrhagic spikes, like being stabbed mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. the chest with yeah. something, you know, <laughs> producing some pretty <laughs> drastic effects. Yeah. And so to me, that always is like, oh, what do they do? What's what's going on with their spirit web? Like, what are they? Mm -hmm. modifying yeah, 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 yeah. It it reminds me a lot of Steel Inquisitors. Yeah. But the interesting thing was Steel Inquisitors were checked before being given spikes for loyalty. They were right. sp supposed to be loyal, but Ruin did not need the Steel Inquisitors to be loyal because he could just take control. Yeah. So, right. 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 Yeah. There's that whole. Sure. Which, which mm -hmm. vibe is this? Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. And the Cinder King also seems to have some extra powers. Because he, yeah. he does try to do something to Sigil that doesn't work <laughs> it out. It doesn't work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, there's something the, going on with him. And also, you know, the, just the fact that he seems to be more whole than the other Cinder people. There, There is something, he's got like, I didn't know this until this read too, he's got kind of an aura thing going on too. Oh, yeah? That I didn't, or at least that was my read of it. I couldn't quite decide how I wanted to interpret it, but yeah, what's uh, the quote? Here, let me read it. I'll sure. just I'll start from like the beginning right here. Yeah, sure. We're talking about his eyes, uh, they simmered a deep red color as if lit from behind. The effect reminded Nomad of something from his past long ago, but this was less like the red eyes of a corrupted soul, and more <laughs> oh, right. like something that was burning inside the man. His black jacket glowed as well, but only on the very edges, with a similar red orange color. Looked like he, let's see, or, oh, uh, where's the wall? Oh, his glow was mirrored on many of the buildings, the rims of the walls glowing as if by firelight. It gave the city a feel like it had just been aflame recently in these words, ashes. So I wasn't sure if that was his presence or if the city itself is glowing in some way. Huh. I, but, I love the drop mm. of corrupted investiture there, too. <laughs> that, that's pretty cool. Oh God, yeah. uh, but you know, what this, yeah. you know what this reminds me of? Suzebron. And like the way mm -hmm. when oh, he walks, yeah, yeah. like the light oh, is... Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a different yeah. sort of life aura, almost, maybe. Like I could not see him potentially, like, like, powering the city in some way. Oh, okay. You know, sort of being responsible for... <laughs> just, just reminds me of, like, a, a like yeah. an aesthetic of infusion in an MMO. It's like, ooh, I have the fancy mm -hmm. aura and particle effects on me. And yeah. <laughs> the Cinder King has got this this fiery one. Ooh. He's um, all in the microtransactions. Cool <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's into the microtransactions. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's been swiping uh, all of Brandon's descriptions. Like it is so metal and badass. Like it's so cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like just the the descriptions of the flames and how they kind of gutter at certain points or flare when they the when these ember men seem to get kind of angry or like he just like I think when one of them gets knocked out, like the flame kind of goes out a little bit mm. in their chest for a moment. You mm, know, so I think yeah. that's. It's just cool aesthetics like that where I'm like, I need all the fan art whenever anybody feels like they want to draw. <laughs> yeah, am totally down to. And we haven't really had like fire magic in the Cosmere because mm -hmm. like fire magic, you, I immediately start to think like elemental magic and like Brandon's not doing that, but like this is clearly like evoking the cool parts of fire magic. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like that <laughs> without it being like I am controlling fire necessarily. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's kind of neat. I wonder what would happen if you were like to douse that ember in their chest. Yeah. Like, do they do they have to wear hats or like ponchos whenever there there is a rain out? 
I don't know. When he spits <laughs> in even know his if there eye, is it fizzles, though. They, like, oh, it's, wow. It's, yeah. Huh. So... Maybe maybe like the Wicked Witch of the West, you just have to no, defeat them with a bucket them. of water. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but like their chest is all exposed, so I imagine it wouldn't stab that much. Like, yeah, like that would be true, such a true. colossal, here's my weak point, stab it. It's like, no, it's probably <laughs> fine. Uh, and true, th there is rain, so Rebecca and her crew could probably have just brought buckets if that was what yeah. they needed. They probably tried that. Yeah. This is a video game, and you have to reveal where the crit spot is on the enemies, actually. <laughs> yep, yep. Cool. Uh, I think the last thing, maybe we should have done this first, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it here, is, is just sort of the style of this narrative. Uh, it's yep. definitely not Hoyd telling a story, but, you know, no. with one of Hoyd's apprentices. But this is very much the sort of action-packed, uh pressing the gas and we're just going straight forward uh and like not really much time to breathe and it's like whoa what the hell's happening here like the entire way yeah and like i really like how with all these secret projects brandon has been experimenting so much mm. with different styles and different mm -hmm. voices and like it's fun as cosmere readers because it also means that things aren't near aren't as predictable for us the who really know brandon that well and so we've been able to predict some twists because we know brandon so well i think that this like experimentation will definitely make things very different when we get to read the full books for uh, predictions and stuff but also like as a writer it's really interesting to see someone just trying so many different things and like putting them out because that's not something you normally get yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think i definitely like when I was reading this, I was like, oh, thank God that Brandon had time to write these because I would just hate if he, like, as much as I like the Stormlight style, I would hate if he was like locked into that. And that was kind of yeah. all that he could write. And then <laughs> like a little more freedom to do. Like, this is frantic compared to the pace of the Secret Project 1 mm -hmm. chapter. You know, this <laughs> yeah. is so much more active than yeah. everything else. And it's just so much mm -hmm. fun to see how he plays with the pacing and the tone and the actual like voice of the whole thing. Yeah, I also love how there's like this strong theme across every aspect of the book of movement. Because yeah. like you have Sigil who is running from something and uh, practically since the moment he turn, turns out the spikes that bind him to the ground, he's constantly in, in motion, whether under mm -hmm. his own power or by being dragged somewhere. Everything is constantly moving. The The ships are constantly moving. People are... Like even the game in the arena is about running away from the from the Ember people. It's not yeah. like about fighting them. The group of people who rescue him are then running away. The first big action set piece we have is a chase scene. So like every everything in this book is about motion. Like Stormlight, every... when you when you breathe in Stormlight, you just gotta keep moving. <laughs> yeah. It it makes me wonder if we're going to see a moment in the work somewhere where we get a moment of stillness and mm -hmm. that it feels impactful because everything has been so movement based up till this point that would be i think could be a really powerful emotional moment yeah i i if i were to guess this would probably happen if if or when they get underground where yeah. they no longer okay. have to run away from the sun yeah yeah, it would, certainly the sun is like, we gotta go right now or else we're all dead. Uh, you know, so. 
I will say, like, just a thought on sort of the secret projects as a whole, now that we're at the last one. When, yep. when talking about, like, authors exploring really different kinds of story voices, I do think this has been just re a really cool experiment for Brandon, because I think one of the things I like about Brandon's works as a whole is we constantly see him using a work to improve and then seeing that improvement pay off in later works. Yep. And I think mm -hmm. this is going to be sort of like a really cool repertoire building thing that's going to pay dividends in those big series that we're looking forward to later on in the future yeah because means... i will say if yeah. uh if you like um stories or books where authors play with sort of genre style a lot the cloud atlas book is really cool um oh you've always been talking about that i love yeah. that because it, it's like six different genres in one book mm. across a bunch of different eras and it does some similar stuff to this so I mean, I it's could been on my shelf for forever, and I'm always just. I, I, I enjoyed the movie as weird as it was, and I've just always been like, I gotta mm -hmm. read this book. I can book imagine Brandon taking elements of these secret projects and like having, because like Stormlight plot lines, every character's arc, if they're not interacting with other characters, is somewhat self-contained, right? And you could really have, uh, you could really draw from some of these experiences to shake up uh, a big Stormlight book, although. You probably couldn't do this one because sort of the frantic pace would be really slowed down with so many viewpoints in a Stormlight book. Yeah. So you probably couldn't do this. Mm -hmm. But you could mm -hmm. definitely do some different things and getting experience with that just makes the mm -hmm. whole Cosmere more vibrant. And so I love mm -hmm. it. So you love to see it, I think. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and it's going to make, I, I think especially Secret Project 1 and 3, are, are going to make Dragonsteel better when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, to me, I'm like, even if it doesn't happen to be your cup of tea, like Brandon is working on his craft to make the origin story of the Cosmere awesome. So yeah. I mean, it has to be cool, right? Like, it has <laughs> to be. It's, there are so many ridiculous expectations for that. Book. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, so yeah. yeah, I like it. Uh, I'm not the biggest like action reader. Like in Stormlight, I'm like, oh god, inciting again. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen. Like, oh, I bet he won. Um, like, it's fine. Uh, this was more interesting to me just because having Sigzel struggle with his torment, like, ah, uh, he tries a thing and then his torment's like, oh, I, I'm not going to let you do that thing again. Like, that, mm -hmm. that's an interesting mm -hmm. interplay. And it just helps that mm -hmm. Brandon's just like, I'll just put all the Cosmere references. I'm like, I'm interested. I'm interested in all these mysteries. <laughs> yeah. Give me. And just trying to figure out what's going on. So... Uh, this is the sort of thing where I like mm -hmm. sort of the constant action, even though Brandon really likes his magical combat and things and combat. <laughs> so that isn't necessarily it, my favorite. It is like a different sort of action than we've seen too. It which is. Helps. Like we've not mm -hmm. seen hoverbike fight scenes before. That's true. Yeah, that, like, that, that does is, help. It is fresh. Yeah. That yeah. that that helps a lot as opposed to another Windrunner fight scene. You know. And that is back something. Now. <laughs> I noticed a lot on my reread of the sample chapters. There's a lot more, uh, like it, it just in general has a lot more modern references. Like uh, th there's talk about headlights and yeah. um, like going to the gym or whatever. And uh, oh yeah, with the barbell, so yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. How mm -hmm. the the future Cosme might read in general, and uh, like it would lead a, read a lot more like something from our world. Almost, I mean, with look, the magic added in. I am so okay with magical space opera with Cosmere magics oh, yeah. that we've seen before with these sort of, of modern references like 
give it to me, Brandon. If Mistborn mm-hmm. Era Four is gonna be in, no, it's gonna be crazy. Oh, oh, it's so good. So I hope you guys like Cosmere references. I mean, if you're watching Charcast, you probably like the Cosmere references generally because <laughs> you're watching this show. But hopefully, Brandon's general readership enjoys Cosmere references because. 20 years from now, I imagine most books are kind of kind of be like this, where uh, they're going to be a lot more than Rhythm of War. And so maybe Brandon's like, well, Rhythm of War isn't that bad compared with all the other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's also part of the reason, like, Brandon misjudges uh, the way that, like, he's already crossed that line out, at least Mm. in my opinion. I know it's subjective. But uh, I was like, Brandon, for Rhythm of War, like, sure, you can read it without reading anything else. But it's getting harder and harder by the second. And Rhythm of War, honestly, was a bit too much, in my opinion. And I think that with that comparison, like, it's an anchoring bias. Um, yeah. Because he has all this information of what he has planned. And so he's like, well, this isn't so bad when actually it is. <laughs> this isn't so bad to the absolutely crazy stuff I'm going to do eventually. Also, TVE, I'm writing Sunlit Man and all these other crazy Cosmere yeah, works in 2020. Exactly. Uh, but- so... I mean, I'm I'm in. Like, I I I oh, I like sure. I like Secret Project One. Uh, I'm excited to read more of it. Uh, I I liked uh, Yumi a lot. Like, that was very fascinated. But Sunlit Man, just you know, just bringing mm. off the gloves of like, let's reference any Cosmere thing possible. I'm like, okay, Brandon, I'm in. That, I, I'm I'm so in. I'm a teeny tiny bit upset. It isn't the Silence Divine. <laughs> because like that cover screamed Silence Divine to me. No, nope, no, nope, it's another but, floating city with I'm, another burning yeah. thing. It's the other one. I can yeah, see why is... you felt it was Silence Divine. Oh yeah, but, yeah. No, it is interesting that like when he decided to write these things, they were basically things that he had never talked about in a super specific mm-hmm. way. Like yeah. he didn't, he wasn't moved to write Silence Divine or the Threnody novel or like one of the other or Night Boy. <laughs> That he might, yeah. well, yeah, not the threatening <laughs> novel that we thought we were getting. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it yeah. next, so. But yeah. it, it is funny that he's always wanted to write a story where, well, he always expected Hoyd would go to another planet, figure out the magic system and something like that. But he's like, mm, Hoyd's not the right person, but Sixel's going to be important for the Cosmere. Mm-hmm. So have mm-hmm. Hoyd's apprentice do that. And it, it is just such a fun premise for... Uh, the Cosmere to have where he's just like going to a new world figuring out the magic like that's just so quintessential Brandon Sanderson that it's like yeah we have to have a novel like that like obviously and we'll probably have multiple because we have two more apprentices maybe we will we do maybe we'll still have the kites I think he said the kites are still like still there like this did not eat the kite story like I think there's yep well cool uh any other final thoughts we'll we'll just this is my favorite of the four and i cannot wait yeah yeah that is the correct opinion (laughs) i I like them all for very different reasons they're super different stress is fascinating Mm -hmm. and then we have uh yumi which like the world for that one is so interesting and so colorful and oh my god that book is gonna be beautiful whereas this is like if i could get any one of them like the physical copy because it was complicated. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with Yumi. I, I'd get Yumi. But Recolor. this one, it just gives us so much to talk about and yeah. speculate about. I'm just... Yeah. It, it was funny seeing Discord so, being like, choose. ooh, there's so much Cosmere stuff in Secret Project 3 and Brandon keeps referencing Secret Project 4. I'm like, oh, yeah. You're, you all are so <laughs> cute. You're so adorable. Uh, 
Well, cool. Let's get on to who's that Cosmere character. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tia. Tom. Raze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for who's that Cosmere character. Call. All right. Welcome to Who's That Cosmic Character, the game show where you send five clues and a character to WTCC at 17shard.com. I read each clue aloud, and after each clue, these guys have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. All right. Woo-hoo. So <laughs> this one is from, but the answer is not Cherry Cherry. This is from <laughs> Cherry Cherry. Okay. Wow, Don't spoilers. Me. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. It's not Cherry Cherry, but. <laughs> some some people put the answer first, and I'm always like, oh, I gotta be really careful. Uh, but no, it's from Cherry Cherry. And clue one, this character is usually well-dressed. Adolin. It's not Adolin. Let's, let's, let's yeah. get it out of the way. Yep. Mraze. It's not Mraze. Ooh. The gotta have it out there. You gotta. <laughs> Yasna? It's not Yasna. Sadius. It's not Sadius. I said Ellen. Not Ellen. Nice. Uh, well, clue to all the people who were uh, Rosharans were right, because uh, this character was there the night Gavilar was killed. Although I guess oh. that doesn't have to be Rosharans, uh. but you know. So everyone... Kalak? Like, yeah. It's not Kalak. Does he... Nail. It's not not Nail. Down the list. Yeah. Uh-huh. Asadan. Not Asadan. Navani. Not Navani. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's like a cool, weird guess that I can come up with. Um, <laughs> but also just maybe a normal guess I'm running out of. <laughs> I mean, Gavilar? It's not Gavilar. Yeah, I mean, he was, he there. was there. He yeah. was there. He was there. He was there. Clue three. This character was on a ship. At like, some point. Not Gavilar. At some point. At some point. At some point. Oh. At some point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think on the same night, no. Well, Alethkar is not landlocked, but Kolodar doesn't have a port. Is it Ivory? It is Ivory! And in fact, uh, it it is Ivory, Yasna, Spren, and Cherry Cherry says, but I hope you guessed Adolin because that was my trick. Well, that was the first guess. (laughs) First guess. You got us. (laughs) Uh, And the last two uh, clues are this character was in a battle. And this character was in Shadesmar. Okay. Nice, nice, really nice. Down that yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. It's really good. Uh... Uh, it, un- it's just unfortunate that it's like well dressed, Adolin. It's like, okay, well, it's not him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, character number two. Uh, this one is from Dan the Mystic. On the forums, but Ambrose Whitelock on Discord. Uh, clue one. This character is dead. Gavilar. <laughs> it's not Gavilar. <laughs> Jezrian. Why would you have Gavilar on your mind? <laughs> it's not Jezrian. Tien. It's not Tien. Oh. <laughs> nice. Vin. It's not Vin. Shalon's mom, maybe. <laughs> we are gonna talk about that in two weeks don't you worry everyone uh no it is not shalon's mom uh clue two this character was infamous um 
Miles, the one from Alloy of Law. Not Miles. I'll follow you, Bloody Tan. It's not Bloody Tan. <laughs> How about Sadie's the Sunmaker? Ooh, it's not Sadie's the Sunmaker, Ooh, but I goodness. like it. I like it. I'm going to guess with Palm. It's not Palm. Palm. She's the best. That was everyone, right? I mean, yep. Yeah. The Lord Ruler? Oh, sorry. Oh, is that your guess? I thought you already guessed, but I'm not sure. No. Oh, no, I hadn't. It is the Lord Ruler. <laughs> 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 I thought about guessing him. Yeah. I like Clue 3, though. This character had children. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> and Clue 4, this character wore a lot of jewelry. And Clue 5, this character was a villain in the story. Cute. Oh. I like it. Those are some good ones. Um, yeah, all right. So now we'll have our Who's That Cosmic Character priority queue, which you can submit to if you're a Herald on Patreon. And so this one, which, by the way, if we've done this before, let me know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this one is from Lyriel in Clue 1. This character is not a viewpoint character. Now all I can think of are viewpoint characters. Oh, yeah, I know. Well about whether we already did that one now. Because we have done a couple of from Lyriel. We'll find uh, out. We will. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna guess Nail again. <laughs> it's not Nail. I think Gavilar still does technically qualify, even though with the storm by five for a walk. And doesn't count. Just yet. for the meme of it, menace. Ooh, it's not menace, but I like it. Oh wait, isn't he? Like, he is a viewpoint character. Yeah, he's like <laughs> because, the start yeah. of. Oh, the yeah. Start of oh okay, so, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I don't I like, like that then. Doing that too, like I'm like, oh, town, and I'm like, no, he's a viewpoint character. Yeah, yeah. His viewpoint was very uh, introspective, David. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, the, everyone's favorite interlude. That was. I mean, fire, I do fire, really fire. like that interlude. To be honest, oh, yeah, I think that, it's haunting. That is legit one of my favorite interludes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Cool, but there's not a lot of information for a Herald POV. It's just yeah, fire. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely like teasing later things, right? Mm-hmm. We did. We barely knew what the heralds were in Birds of Radiance, David. No, I just was one more, Eric. I'm greedy at heart. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. How I about believe... you? Go ahead. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Amaran, even though he should have had a viewpoint. Oh, uh, well, he no, had it's a not viewpoint. Amaran. I know. I'm oh, also Jesus. trying to think right. of major he had characters. Had the viewpoint at the end of Overinger. Yeah, I think he doesn't have a viewpoint. I really ought to know, but I'm gonna guess Marazi again. Not raised. Uh, and also, I think you mean at the end of Words of Radiance for Amram. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. He's he dead at the end of Oh, yeah. Freaking yeah. tall now. That was yeah, an Amram yeah. viewpoint. Dang, there's so many sneaky viewpoints. Yeah. <laughs> sneaky viewpoints. Uh, did you guess Veronica? Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm oh, muted again. You're muted again. <laughs> Do not know why this keeps happening. Anyway, uh, Chana Rock. Speaking Whoa. of viewpoints. We're we're just teasing them so much for the next two weeks. We are very excited to do the Storm of Five prologue. No, yep, like for sure. Uh Clue Two. Uh this character is close with a main character. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean to be close to a main character? Uh, Hasina. Uh it's not Hasina. It's not Lynn. 
We okay. do have a Xenos viewpoint. Oh, oh yeah, we do. It's not, it's not <laughs> oh, rip. Well, that's your guess already. Yeah, because I, I, I thought, I thought of the Lyran one. I have forgotten. Oh, yeah, too bad. I, I assume this was sent before secret projects were out, so I'm gonna yeah, guess Xil. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and we have a six of viewpoint as well. We do have a yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, it's not Sigzil. Too bad. Bridge four yeah, characters. Nope, nope. Yeah. Pattern. Uh, it's not pattern. This is going great. Viewpoint. That'll be cool someday. I mean, we got a silver viewpoint, so like we could easily get one. I'm going to guess Tindwill. I can't remember if you had a viewpoint from her. We didn't. It's not Tindwill. No. All right. Next one. Clear three. This character is big bellied. Sabariel? It's not Sabariel. That's a good guess. This is a good guess. About oh no, I was gonna not breeze. He had a viewpoint. We, we, we've had mm -hmm. three viewpoints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many viewpoints. I'm just like, hmm. yeah. No, it's funny because I use the this is a viewpoint character for the cheery cheery one, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was oh, I guess fun. before. Uh, and because it, I mean, it's so strange to have a viewpoint from a character like cheery cheery. Ah, yeah, we did. I love so. it. Uh, Kayan? It's not Kayan. Um. Oh, is it? the guy whose name I can't remember, but he's the made for representative of the five. No, it's not uh, the made for representative of the five. Thank you. That's sufficiently it, specific. It, so thank you. Is it uh okay. I always forget which Mar it is. Is it Laramar? The priest uh Light Song's uh, priest. Oh no it's not Laramar. Sorry. Okay. That's a good guess. That's yeah, I remember really with a little guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is pudgy. Mm -hmm. He is pudgy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about uh, having a big belly, but the Ventail? It's not a Ventail. He's trying yeah, to lose weight. I remember that much. Yeah. Mm. This is a tough Ella, one. did you guess? I, I did. Okay. I, I was the one who guessed uh, Sabariel. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. That, was a good <laughs> that was a thousand years ago. Mm -hmm. All right. Clue four. <laughs> this character has worn a strange hat. I give up. Like, like, I have no idea. Parlin? It's not Parlin. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I was about to guess Parlin. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He, he, he <laughs> did wear a hat. That uh, was his oh, defining fuck. character feature. How, can you even get four yeah. other facts about him? Hey, he also it's died. That's a second fact about him. <laughs> we have had Parlin before as a yeah, yeah. Uh, character. Yeah, well, it's not Parlin, so. Yeah. Is it Tonkfa? It's not Tonkfa. Dang. Oh, that was also a good one. I was I was leaning. Close, close to a main character. Yeah. I feel like the hat thing should be like I bet yeah. the hat is click whenever it comes, but mm -hmm. um I have I have oh, an idea about this. Is yeah. it oh gosh, what's his name? The guy that Shalon drew from the mercenary caravan when they were traveling. Oh, Blood. Nope, yeah. not him. Sorry. Wow. Yep. That he, was a funny hat, though. That was a good hat. one. Oh, yeah, how many yeah. funny hats does Brandon have in these? Yeah. <laughs> this character definitely has a, a, a funny hat. I was really feeling the bluff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Yeah, yeah. damn. Yeah, no, it's not him. Not a few point character. Close to oh, oh, is it? Okay, is it one? Uh, is it Vizier Nora? No, it's, no, it's not. Okay, Vizier Nora. I was thinking about the Viziers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is Vizier Nora close to a main character? Yeah. Lift. Yeah, Lift, sort of. Yeah. And I think she. Yeah, I think that all those clues actually do work. I'm proud of that guess. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think I was gonna have one. Cool, Viz. 
I know. It's so specific already. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, these are the hardest Who's That Cosmere character yeah. clues because as soon as you hear it, you're like, I have, I just, I'm just lost forever. I have no idea. Big bellied. I, I have a guess. Character too is like this isn't someone super super obscure supposedly. Yeah. Uh, I don't. This article has reasonable length on the copper mine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's oh, our metric. Did, <laughs> did you just give away that gender? I think he said this character. I, I said this her. character. Oh. Oh, I thought uh, his yeah. his page is what you said. Oh, I, think, I don't know. So. It's good seven no, k just... bytes, so you know, not not super obscure. Okay, Paleo, quick, scrape this... the copper mine yeah. for articles. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I rounded. How much did I round? You'll never know. The, the... You'll never know. Big bellied. I know. It's like if you don't get it at clue five, I will. Describe I, I'm going the hat to. More. I'm going to pass on this one because okay. I, okay. I could guess okay. anyone and. Not Clue five. This character does not wear a uniform. Okay, I I have a guess. Oh, I know. It's is it the the admiral from White Sand? Nope. This okay. is the quartermaster for the Cobalt Guard guy. He he's the one who gives them their uniforms when they go in Words of Radiance. He and they need to like cut the patches off the shoulders. It's that guy. No, it is not that guy. What? <laughs> he, he wouldn't have a 7k by it Attil, would he? He's got quite a little he's got like a whole little scene though. Oh, yeah. We can make hey. Paleo, I can write 7k by Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. David's very good at it. Um No, no, it's not them. I, I Damn it. I yeah. What's that guy's name? Yeah. Oh well. No. I give up. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <sighs> There's one of Dalinar's elites, and they're in the bar, and he's talking about how all the women are gonna think his new oh, hat yeah. is really sexy. Oh, I know his uh, name. <laughs> You're oh, right, it's his him. Name. It's gotta be him. I feel like oh. this is specific enough to give you the guess. If uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think you should get give a it, shot if it's it's Bashan, right? Bashan was one of them. It's either Bashan or the other. It is Bashan! Yay! He's got a weird hat. He does have a weird hat. Yep, yep, yep. Nice. Good clues. Nice. He is close to Dalinar. He also was in like the very first Chasm Feed hunt at like the like the first one where you get the hunt master. He's the one who hunts up with the Chul carrying the bait around and he's like, oh, here comes the captain's thing. <laughs> Thanks for needing to make me bleep that, David. It's really great. Yeah. <laughs> He's making me bleep that. I think I'm editing these. Oh. All right, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoyed this uh, interesting episode where we talked about <laughs> Cosmere and, and stuff. We did a lot this... of that. So you can find us on 17 for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. There's lots of discussion on the secret projects, especially this one, both on our Discord and forums. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Uh, you can like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. We have Instagram, uh, where we share our art that we commission. That's pretty cool. Uh, and you can leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, we'll see you next time for Words of Brandon about the Secret Project for stuff, of which there are uh, a Maybe. lot. Yeah, so we're yeah. recording that right after this. And then, I promise, after then, 
We'll do the Starlight 5 prologue. I know, I know. But there's, there's a lot of content here, guys. Come on. We'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 Call.